special episode of Red Table Talk. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cycle version. Jesus. <laughs> Imagine all these people in one room. <laughs> I just want somebody like to walk in right now, have no idea what the hell is going on. Just opens the door and just. Nope. <laughs> Sorry, wrong room. <laughs> like we all just. Yeah, everyone just. <laughs> No one says anything. Like, <laughs> I'm just gonna excuse myself. <laughs> no one says a day they just walk in like what the hell? Everybody, welcome to a very special terrific episode of the Nascast. This is our special Halloween edition, and we welcome y'all. I don't know if y'all can hear me, but under this mask, you know, under my thriller werewolf, it's your boy Leroy Green. And of course, here I'm joined today, not with Dragoff, but with uh, Reaper. Reaper. <laughs> Reaper. We also got Kylo Ren joining us today. Greetings from the First Order. <laughs> We got my man, the one and only Ghostface, here today. What's your favorite scary movie? And then the one and only, the, the, the juggernaut, Jason Voorhees, on the podcast today. He says thank you. Uh, hold on, let me... It's getting hot, man. Oh. Okay. All right. There we go. All right. I'm back in the regular character, but welcome everybody. Our special Halloween edition. Y'all, I can take your mask off if y'all want. <laughs> that was pretty spooky. It was. It was. It was. It was. Yeah, I was in character. I was like, <laughs> Jason doesn't talk. He's a man of very few words. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's up? What's up with everyone? How's everyone been this uh, week weekend? I finally started going through my playthrough of the entire Resident Evil series. Ooh. I started on the first one. Welcome I never played to, it. Welcome to the club, man. I only played the second one, the set, the two remake. Um, when that got me hooked, and then I was, I saw all of them on sale for like five dollars each, and I was like, so now's the, now's the time, I uh, guess. <laughs> which which one are you on right now? Uh, the one remake remastered. Uh, Resident Evil 1. Yeah, okay. the first one. Amazing game. Amazing game. You're, you're, you're gonna love it, man. You're gonna love it. I'm just getting used to the fixed camera angle sort of thing. Yeah, that was the only downfall of, like, the early games, you know, with the pre-rendered 3D background backgrounds and, you know, the fixed camera angles. But the game, it's still fun itself, even though you don't, you don't have the best camera angles sometimes. But the game is still amazing, and... You only got to put up that, put up with that up until maybe the third. If you played the original third game, I don't know. Are you, did you gonna play that one or the the Probably HD the remake? HD remake. It's spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I see. I see. You still enjoy the game. You still enjoy. Anybody else? What y'all? What y'all been up to? Uh -huh. This weekend, I actually visited the third ranked haunted house in the U.S. Actually, Ooh. Field of Screams in Pennsylvania. <laughs> How was it? The actors were great. Like a lot better than I thought. The attractions were also really good. Mm. That's what's up. So what was the best part of it? The hayride for sure. It had hayride. different sections where it stops and you're like trapped in a room and they make you you know it's real when you have to sign a waiver. <laughs> oh, did this play they get to touch you at, at yeah, this one? A, a little bit, nothing too crazy. Rough you up a bit? You yeah, know. like with the fake chainsaw, they'll like hit, hit you with it. Yeah, nothing too 
Oh, this is dragging. <laughs> Nothing like what we did. <laughs> the next put, display. Put a bag over your head. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like what we talked about two episodes ago. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're waking up in a tub full of ice, missing a kidney in Thailand. <laughs> oh. oh, man. What about you? What about you, George? Uh, I guess the most exciting thing was yesterday when AOC was streaming. And it was almost She up to, did. Yeah, she four, did. Like, she broke records. Yeah, 430,000. 400, yeah, 430,000 people are watching her alone. So and she was that, she was playing what Among Us. She's playing yeah, Among yeah. Us. Yeah. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> that. I even tuned in for that for a little bit. Oh, yeah. I tuned in right when it was her and Ihan as the the imposters, and I was like, yeah. oh, this is a perfect yeah, perfect spot. Like, <laughs> How'd she do? Did she do good? She was terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't get a single kill that round. Woo! The round that I saw, at least. But the, the people that were streaming were like really like being nice about it. They try not to kill them or anything. Mm. Try to help them out as much as they can. So. <laughs> hey, AOC, nice. you're great as a politician. <laughs> that's She's all that matters. Man. With a bunch of like, professional streamers. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, a bunch of professional 13-year-olds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I get why she done it, though. Like, hey, you know, she's got to encourage, you know, the, the children and kids out here to vote, you know? I don't, Facts. I don't, you know, I, I hope she streams more. It's probably be the only time she plays league, she's right? Like, yeah. Is she? Yeah. yeah, she plays league. Yeah. Yeah, they she, were talking about it on the fine self, bro. Of course she do. <laughs> I just want to watch her play games, yo. She she looks too good to just only see her, you know, on you know, anytime something political comes out. She should stream more, you know. She 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 would make an awesome streamer. What about you? Get up anything, Greg? Uh no, well I dropped a couple more pounds. Which is good. I'm very happy about that. Yeah. You know, I'm also very excited. Uh, we just released uh, Hack and Slash, uh, which is a sketch that I wrote and directed. Uh, you can watch it on our YouTube channel here. And uh, it was very fun. Uh, we're getting a lot of great response from this one. And, you know, it was really, you know, helping me. And, you know, now I'm just like, okay, now I got to get the next sketch out. Now I'm just like that. Keep that momentum going. Mm -hmm. So we'll be getting a lot of great response from Cameron and, and the the latest sketch we released, uh, Hack and Slash. So I'm very happy about that and how it turned out, you know. And shout out to our amazing editor, AJ, who's behind the production today. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, so I'm very happy about that. Yeah, no, it came out good. I had fun playing Jason Voorhees. It took and me a second to figure out if that was you. Yeah, that, that was he was true. he was listen if you, was like, if you're <laughs> watching, he's Jason. As you can see, I was Michael Myers and John was Ghostface. Fun time. <laughs> it was very fun. I love the fact that how you ran because, like I said, you you didn't even run like Ghostface and Scream. You ran like Ghostface from Scary Movie, which was even better. <laughs> yeah, man. even better. I wish I had because we all know Ghostface is like really like. Uh, clumsy. clumsy yeah i should have had you like trip down the stairs i should have fallen i mean you gotta think about it like he look how long his <laughs> getting in this like, chair was hard i feel like, like ghostface would be a terrible killer in real life like it's even hard just to see in that match like exactly. this is why he's always getting his ass kicked you know and tripping over everything because he, look, look how long yeah, these robes are. He should have like, picked a more practical outfit uh -oh. to kill in. Like, all the, like, <laughs> slashes have practical outfits. Like, you know, Jason's practical, you know. Michael Myers is even very simple. Just a jumpsuit. Mechanic suit, yeah. Yeah, mechanic yeah. suit. You know what I mean? Freddy. Meant, he's meant to get dirty. You know? Yeah, he likes getting his hands dirty. Freddy, a Christmas sweater, you know. Chucky, overalls. This guy's got to have a whole... <laughs> Thing that drags on the floor gets dirty. You got to get a dry clean. Like anybody, anybody got time for that? Gets caught in the doorway. Watchman <laughs> style. Well, yeah, you gonna end up like Dollar Bill from <laughs> 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 get wet up. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh man. Um, what's been going on? Uh, Power Rangers. Power Rangers coming back for like twentieth time again. Yeah. 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 They're I, uh, re-rebooting they, it. Yeah. They're rebooting. I thought they were gonna continue off the the one we got. Was it three years ago? I think twenty seventeen. Did y'all yeah. see yeah. it? Yeah. I, I seen it. I, saw I, I enjoyed it. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a good film. Yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty good as well. Everyone was worried about the original premise because they were going with the more alien technology, you know, thing. But the way they did it, still, still worked. You know, yeah. even with it's kind of like Iron Man type of inspired mm-hmm. like outfits. But I thought the movie itself, you know, was was pretty good. It was is a pretty good origin story. You yeah. Know, mm-hmm. For the yeah. the Power Rangers, you know, showing them. In their different lifestyles at first and then in the second half of the movie they're kind of just going through the training and you don't even really see them as a full team in the power rangers till like the third act of the movie yeah, and, but w- when they were the power rangers they were like the power rangers like from from the go-go era like you know they you hear them like you know talking and like while they're fighting and like saying all these like little puns and jokes and, and all that stuff so it like i remember watching i was like damn this really feels like i'm watching this on fox like from from way back and i thought the way they they captured the original feel of like the mighty Morphin power rangers that's that's one of the reasons why i really enjoyed it so i would like to see them continue from that but i guess they just I don't think it made enough money. Yeah. I think I that was not. that was oh, the dang. the thing, which was unfortunate because I I feel like a lot of fans felt that way. I felt the same mm-hmm. way. When I thought it was a fun battle. time. Yeah. yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Mm. I was, thought it was I thought it was a really good film. I thought that you know it's one of those fun films. It's it's how I felt about the the first Ninja Turtle reboot film. I, it, was, it was a fun film, but here's the th- like because it didn't. You said it didn't make enough money. Yeah. Sadly. Do you do you, do you think? that is because of you know the success marvel has had that the marvel has set the bar and it's like well if we don't make that type of amount of money that they're making with their films then well we'll just you know maybe kick it to the curve i feel like it was i i feel like that movie had a really the marketing wasn't so good because i went in with like super Mm -hmm. low expectations like this movie's gonna suck and i feel like most people were like pleasantly surprised by it like they weren't like too excited for it i saw it and was just like yeah yeah like i said on surface i was like i don't know man it might be trash and i actually watched the movie i was like never mind (laughs) so i think i don't think enough people actually went to go see it and then like whoever did it was just like a pleasantly surprised sort of thing even even i was in a pretty empty theater like it was only me and my boy in that in that whole theater when we seen it so yeah, it was a shame that it didn't it didn't get the audience you know it deserved you think it would it's power rangers like ryan cranston and zordon yeah. like yeah. Facts. Yeah. maybe Wait. not with that movie but in general i do believe marvel has set that standard yeah like especially against dc they got them rebooting everything and yeah rushing things just to catch up to marvel so it's like damn and that's kind of what they're doing with this new power rangers they're doing a movie series and a tv series all spearheaded by the same person mm-hmm. it was going to coincide in one Power Rangers cinematic universe. <laughs> Are they still in the? They, does Nickelodeon still have the rights to Power Rangers, or is uh, not anymore? Because I, I remember they were playing them for a minute when it was kind of like under Nickelodeon. They like, probably do, but before it, like you know, yeah. and that was after like Fox like had them. But I don't know. Yeah. It's I don't think they didn't say like Nickelodeon Nick, is producing. Nick, Nick is in trouble because they're starting to sell some of their shows to Netflix so, and. Uh, the premiere and i think they're but they'll still i think when the power rangers movie came out they just had the logo they didn't even try to do any advertisements for it mm. they just had the logo up there so they might have it but maybe on a very loose thread yeah mm. yeah a lot of nickelodeon shows are making their way to hulu and netflix which mm-hmm. well, they, they, yeah they, they actually, said nickelodeon netflix had a partnership that was yeah. announced like not too long that was about maybe a year ago they had announced like a a, a partnership um 
I'm just hoping to see them stream all their old old shows. Like I know they I have was just that, about to say that they have that like nineties <laughs> the nineties all that like programming that they had on um uh T Nick for a while. That's right. Um, but I'm hoping that they bring all these shows and just put them on on streaming services. You know. That's why that Avatar blew up when it went to Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's been on the Nickelodeon uh, streaming service, but no one's going to pay for for wow. the Nickelodeon one. I didn't even know they had one. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Neither. Neither. <laughs> no as far as I knew, I just it. knew about the, the, the deal that they had with, with Netflix. Like, that was it. I didn't even know they had their own streaming. They don't need it. They just use Netflix. Like, mm, yeah. I know what it, that's how they got the like the Invaders in movie mm-hmm. and like the Rocco's like, the Rocco movie, movie yeah. and stuff. That's mm-hmm. all I'm like, like uh, I like that HBO Go and Hulu like trying to step up their game i just want competitors so at least when these shows go to netflix they're not heavy-handed like uh, mm-hmm. they're not on the bad side of the deal yeah. yeah speaking of which uh some other movie news uh michael b jordan is producing a live action static shock movie it's good to see Static shock. I know. I gotta. Um, I gotta keep losing weight so I can get that role. <laughs> I got the head. I got the dreads for it. I gotta just keep losing more weight and not tell my real age, and I can play Static Shock. Okay. That birth certificate. You got time. You got time. My man, Michael B. Jordan, man. Um. So this is what being produced by what Outlier Society, which is what they um apparently is focused on more black superheroes. So maybe we'll get like cyborg for like the third time <laughs> he's been shown so much in live action stuff like because we got him in doom patrol then i've been justice league yeah, justice league, league. Well, now the the ray fisher is getting in a lot of like drama with the dc because he oh, keeps like yeah. talking about yeah. the yeah. so it's like they don't know if he's actually gonna like keep being back in there cause... they got 50 cyborgs to choose from yeah man. Exactly. i know <laughs> they even have my, my, man, my man my man uh r.i.p'd my man jet jackson the famous jet jackson he plays cyborg in smallville mm-hmm. so, like i said they, they got choices but it's static shock hey i mean do y'all have any pay attention to the release like, thing guesses or predictions or like people y'all would want to see play the role of uh I don't want to see it, but I know for a long time Jaden Smith was campaigning for it. I'm not the biggest fan of his as an actor, so. But I don't. I, don't, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he starts like coming out the woodwork again. Like he probably will. Campaign. Yeah. I would give him a shot if they did announce it. I'd be like, all right, because we didn't really see last time we saw Jaden Smith acting in anything was what After Earth, and then before that was what Karate Karate Kid. Kid. He was in that show, The Get I, Down, on Netflix. Oh, yeah. He was on a Get Down. I give him a chance when he had that anime on Netflix. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but uh, people, it was not well received. Nah, it was not. I mean, he was good on the Get Down. I was a fan of the Get Down, and he was actually pretty good on the Get Down. Now, can he play Static Shot? I don't know. Um, But I know my pick would be, I can't think of his name, but he is the actor um, from uh, Stranger Things. Oh, Oh, uh, okay. uh, He plays Lucas. Um, Yes. uh, Caleb. Sort of am right. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, it, you, y'all know who I'm talking about. Yeah, but yeah, yeah him. I, he's, he's, he's the only black kid on street. <laughs> he's the only black kid. But yeah, he's he's my pick. He would be. Yeah, I can see him doing I didn't that. Even think about that. Yeah, and would I was I would say Shamik Moore too, but I think he's a little bit too old now. Yeah, like going off. He's got miles. I was like, I was like, yeah. they could. I could see them going with Leon Thomas. He was on like Victorious and iCarly and everything. Like he has the look, you know, for. It, but I don't know. It's like acting wise, you know. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett, yep. she, she, she's probably auditioning since she believes that anyone and anybody, if you're an actor, can play whatever role. So, 
I, when she gets announced for the Martin Luther King biopic, <laughs> <laughs> the live action remake of uh, my friend Martin, <laughs> she's gonna be down with that new uh, Black Panther. Gonna, playing Huey Newton when, Nickelo- <laughs> when Nickelodeon does the Cousin Skeeter movie she doesn't want to just be the voice she wants to actually be Cousin Skeeter like. <laughs> I heard she played Wheezy in the Jefferson remake <laughs> oh Scarlett Johansson um, yeah I, that, but that's a good pick for Static Shock Leon Thomas uh, Jaden Smith Scarlett Johansson who else did we say so far what the Stranger Things Caleb. 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 Yep. yeah from, from Stranger Things I just don't. They haven't announced if this is going to be part of like the DCU yet, or if it's going to be like, because they're saying it's like the outlier society, and I'm like, is this its own like African American like cinematic I, I say, universe, I, I, I or say, is this like? I say they make it a part of the DCU, but just keep like the outlier, like those movies focus on the black superheroes of DC. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I, mm-hmm. I say, I say, still make it a part of it, but just you know, this is like its own, uh, just production, I guess. You know. Gotcha. Kind of like how like Sony like kind of like gets mm-hmm. into the MCU a little bit. Yeah. They can have their own thing. That would be dope. Because I do want to see. I mean, at this point, might as well have them all together. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was because like I said, like some, like because I think we were talking about this before. I forget what I was talking about. But we were talking about like the Batman movie and like how like the recent like pictures showed like someone dressed as like Superman. Um, but it's kind of like just an Easter egg that hint that like these characters exist in that universe and like. I don't want to see what they did with Batman with Static Shock. Like, like there's other people in this universe, but we only ever see them. Like, cause we we've had a lot of Batman movies for years, but only up until Ben Affleck came around, like we seen him interact with other DC superheroes mm-hmm. for the first time. So I think they should kind of just keep that route, you know, right now. Like, just it's a whole universe, it's millions of characters. They all in the same general area half the time. Like I don't see why we shouldn't have them cross over or for at least a cameo, heads. right? Yeah, you know what I mean. So I I, I, I would like them to to have that because even in the Static Shock cartoon, we had the, the Batman you know crossover episode. Mm-hmm. You know, so even if it was simple, like action. like with Shazam, you know, yeah. like it was just like a little even little if hint it's the Flash that, is you know? running real quick. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there he is. Green, did, you, did you catch it real quick? Greenland is uh, getting a venti latte from fucking st- yeah. uh, Starbucks. Doesn't, doesn't have a line or anything. You just see him. Thanks. <laughs> no, that's like it. the Deadpool movie with the X Men in the background. Yeah, yeah. this yeah. look. Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Hey, later. Just to acknowledge, like those people exist in this universe. Yeah. So. What else going on? What else going on? Should we just go straight to some spooky stuff? Some, some in our, on our Halloween. Yeah, let's do it. Um, so this there was a list put out. Um, the scariest horror movies of all time. Um, who conducted this study? It uh, was some organization that they studied fifty people and they had them watch I think over a hundred hours of horror movies and they linked them up to strap them down. Yeah, Clockwork Orange style. Yeah. And they uh, <laughs> they took their heart rate and they looked for the increases in heart rate while watching all of the movies and considered that to be a person's fear factor. And then they made the list of which movies increased the heart rate the most and labeled it as the scariest movies the of scariest. all time. Were these all like? in like a recent span because honestly if you're watching scary movies all this time and then at the, by the time you get to the end you're probably just like yeah this isn't scary yeah. <laughs> i mean well all the all the, the movies on these lists are all recent like the past decade uh, there, um, there's some yeah. older ones further down the list like nightmare on elm street and the exorcist got on there mm-hmm. but they weren't in the top 10 so the the top 10 we'll start with number 10 uh was the visit 
Did y'all see the visit? That's the one with the old people, right? Yeah, the um, M. Night Shyamalan one. Yeah, I. Shyamalan. Suspenseful, but not scary. Like I, it was like uh, what's what's the tale that is based off the old children's? Uh, oh, Hansel and Gretel. Yes, you know it was based off that. I thought it was a good movie. I thought the twist at the end, you know, was you know, wasn't bad. You know, I, I don't want to spoil it if y'all, if y'all didn't. I haven't. Seen unless it. y'all don't you y'all don't plan on watching. I don't plan on watching, but I didn't. You know, but I don't know. I don't, in case y'all plan on watching, I won't say with the spoilers. You know. OJ really did it. That's the spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> was this after um split? Was this like during like his resurgence, so, M Night Shyamalan's yeah. resurgence? Yeah, so I think so. I mean, either like I said, right after or right before. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it was very suspenseful. It kind of keeps you on edge, but I guess these were like the, the biggest bitches they could find. And <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, look at looking at this list, they really got some scary ass people. I'm there's, like, really? There's, there's, I'm pretty sure there's like a, anything a, behind the visit was better. So like number nine, I don't, I didn't even see this one. Was the Descent? You never saw the Descent? You never saw the Descent? Uh, okay, now a great movie. That was actually a really good horror film. Yeah. It really is a good horror film, especially. Okay, I can see that being on the list, especially if you're a person that's extremely claustrophobic, mm-hmm. because the whole movie takes place as you know in the cave because it's all about these cave divers that go down there like this group of women who are friends they're like college friends and they go cave diving or splunking whatever you want to call it and they uh and they encountered these like subterranean creatures and it's actually really really good very gory very scary so this deserves to be on the list i don't think it deserves to be number nine but underrated horror movie very underrated from what it sounds it sounds like still a little scarier than the visit though it's a lot scarier than the visit (laughs) (laughs) they're not even in the same sport okay (laughs) forget the same league (laughs) and then at number eight coming in swinging we have the babadook which oh, I love this movie. I love that movie. I love too. The movie. I don't think the the Babadook is that scary, but it's really nah. unsettling. I like its little uh, yeah. undertones and like the allegory. You yeah, know, I love that about. It. That was my favorite thing about it. You know, that's one of those movies <clears throat> that like it just like has like really long scenes that make you really uncomfortable. Like yeah. it's not scary, but you're just like squirming mm-hmm. in your seat because it's yeah. just like Ugh, I don't want to be watching this. But I don't, re- I don't re- remember end. like being like yeah. on edge or like having a lot of jump scares to it not that that's what makes a movie scary but if they're this is how they're doing their research based off like heart rate uh, again like I, lo- I love the babadook but i didn't think it was a, a movie that you know gets my heart racing like that you know um these people have heart conditions like what is going <laughs> that's what i'm saying what? These people, like 75 or something like that like, <laughs> they have like irregular heartbeats and they have like high blood for what is going on with this list <laughs> who are these people who's this focus group yeah, I definitely feel you. Even thinking about it now, I feel like my was a movie in my back is like, oh god, this is just so long. It's not even like it's scary, but it's still yeah, like yeah. like what I was saying, like uncomfortable. You know, watching the kind of scenes kind of draw, but nothing that will yeah. make my heart like race. Now, The Conjuring Two. I can understand. I actually like that movie. Yeah. yeah, I had a lot of moments where even I pissed my pants. Yeah, a I was scared too. <laughs> you know, at some moments. I need to rewatch that movie because I watched it the first time with so much hype, and I felt disappointed. Yeah, and I feel like really? oh, man, I love the. Conjuring I, I, I too, it took me so long to watch it because I really loved the Conjuring one, mm-hmm. and then like I finally saw the Conjuring two like maybe a couple months ago, and I like 
had a drink with me and I was like, all right, let's 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 get this down. And I just felt a little disappointed, but I feel like I need to rewatch it. I think I went into it with like uh, too high expectations. I would, uh, maybe yeah, maybe I would I would rewatch it. I have rewatched it a few times. Like I said, I I really enjoyed Conjure Two. I like if too. I was sitting there strapped up um to the chair and they monitor my art, I think the part that would have got me the most is when like he's in the room with the painting of the nun because mm-hmm. it's like where she was introduced and it's like all the way in the back where there's no lighting you kind of just see like the eyes and like the teeth a little bit like as if it was the damn cat from uh <laughs> alice in wonderland <laughs> and then it just starts moving like slowly towards it, and then like she actually comes out of painting like i thought that was like definitely one of the scariest moments and like it has stuff like that you know going on like it's very very creepy so i can see why it definitely made the list now the movie that's ahead of it I sort of agree, but I do. Uh, uh, but I never. I didn't find it. Again, I didn't find it like heart jumping, scary like that. Um, which was it follows. It follows comes in at number six. I love that movie. It is a. It is a beautiful movie. An, another. It's like the Babadook. Like it has a, like a little allegory to it. Um, because I think I was trying to talk about like something like that. Like um, like later on, because like when you think of like the list of like stuff how to beat certain killers or entities in horror movies the it follows one is like probably the toughest one to do yeah because mm-hmm. the whole premise with that movie is is it's basically an std like basically <laughs> is a, is, they, they need to play this in high schools like it's yeah. like having these little safe sex talks and all that shit just play it follows they will understand completely like of about you know who wrap it up <laughs> but it's like yo, even, even wrapping it up they, you, you, you don't want to have kids to have sex just show them this movie because it's just no matter what you do if you have sex with somebody you're screwed yeah you're screwed the only way to pass it on is to have sex with somebody else but then if that person gets killed by the entity it traces back it goes back down the chain so now it starts chasing you until it kills you and then it goes back to the person mm-hmm. who gave it to you and so on 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 that so one on had so like so one of the coolest um like concepts that mm-hmm. was so original yeah. when I, was, I, I, I knew nothing about uh, it and when uh, i went in I don't know, man. It sounds like a Christian wrote this. This is. Well, they wrote a good ass movie. This sounds like some Christian Dale like propaganda. Like this is what happens when you have premarital sex. You die. You like damn. I thought I'll just get burnt. Like what the hell? Uh, you get followed by VD. That, that dangerous. Yeah. Jesus. There's, there's a lot of like iconic scenes in that movie. Like when my favorite one is when. She thinks she's good in her room, and then like this really tall, tall ass dude, dude like yeah. swoops in, comes in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like like that the, shit even that's the duck like to get in. Like, it's that's like how the tall he was. it's like the tall guy from the Haunted the Hill House. That tall dude that was yeah. just wouldn't even walk, and he was just gliding. gliding. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> damn, he must got some. What, you got some skates on? Doing the James Brown across the floor? What's happening? But yeah, that 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 was gonna say that's the moment that spooked me the most. Like I can see why someone would be jumping her. And then someone like even like this, like it's I guess. Is, it'll get your nerves up like one of the girls that got killed like you don't see it happen it happens off screen but when they find her body i think she's like on a beach or something like that and like the way her leg is like bent mm. like it's kind of like snapped off of the bone but it's like bent like going towards her like this way mm. and i'm just like oof. like it, it looks it looked brutal like i don't know what she did but the entity really had it out for her like yeah. no one else really got killed like that like the way she did i'm just like oh, God maybe damn. she had an extreme orgasm or something i don't know <laughs> She enjoyed it a little too much. Um, okay, so then at number five, we got Paranormal Activity. Ugh. The OG one? Well, the OG, the original. That, that, screw that uh, movie, yeah. okay? I, that movie, let me tell you something. I, this movie has so much hype 
Okay, and everybody, I think even you was telling me, you was like, man, you're going to seek the lights on. I went and saw this bullshit. <laughs> it was a good ass movie. I, no, I went and saw this BS, and I was like, okay, you mean to tell me I could have made this myself, got an iPhone and slammed some doors? <laughs> oh, hell no. And then the premise was stupid. It's like, okay, they're being haunted by this demon ghost. I hit, you know what? Here's the solution move. That's no. it. Someone didn't pay attention to the movie. Someone didn't pay attention. You watched it with the volume down. Exactly. Yeah, on, on, on the laptop. On his phone. See, moving wasn't the solution. Like, it's been well, following her since she was a kid. Exactly. See? I did watch it with Bootleg. It's following her since she was a kid. Well, then divorce her ass. Because the kid, you know, was coming like the newborn, and that's when it was most active because it was trying to take it was trying to take the the firstborn family. You would know that if you actually paid attention to the movie. But you didn't. So Listen, we saw problem. it in theaters, right? And yeah, we seen it in theaters, which was made a it much scarier. better experience. The movie still, the movie was still trash. And here's the thing: she still no. He could have like, listen, if you dating somebody, just ask him like, listen, are you haunted by an evil spirit? Yes. Okay, then we can't date. Sorry, it's, it's not gonna happen. Oh, you ain't messing up my life. Yeah, and then the thing that made it scary because we saw it in the theater. We went to New York and we had the long line, so people were like talking about when they're leaving and they're like, they were they were hyping it up. Yeah, they were hyping up even more. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I think it was like the first uh, movie where it's like you're in a modern environment, like the safest neighborhood you can be in, the safest situation Mm -hmm. you can be in, and then it's still something exactly so and like i said this 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 movie is it's very 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 suspenseful like even when nothing really happens on some of them nights it's it's like because you're sitting there watching it's so quiet your nerves like mm-hmm. get up and you're just waiting for something to happen and either something does happen or something doesn't and when it does it kind of catches you off guard so i can see why this movie made it on the list like that for moments like that a little off topic but mm-hmm. paranormal activity 3 also underrated because of the when they had the the camera on the oscillating fan Oh yeah, yeah. That was such a cool. Little, and, like, like everyone in the theater was thing. like, I remember watching that one in the theater too, and like, and people were doing like these nervous laughs like every time it kept going because like you're waiting for something to happen, you you, you know what's going to, but you don't know when because just the camera just keeps going it's like that, that. It's that build up. Yeah. yeah. And that that's what that's what this movie has a lot of like, and that's what made the first few films great because they really, they that that's what they they knew what made the audience like you know interested and scared and you know got their you know heart racing and all that stuff and did you see the, the last later, one i seen the last one i think was that the ghost dimension <laughs> how yeah many, how many uh, are there in total six like five or six okay yeah. oh, no, it was the the spin-off the spanish one too i forgot uh i think that's the was that the marked ones i think that's yeah. the, yes that's the marked ones that was a good one the marked ones was a good one that was a good one it was ghost dimension that i really didn't like at all like it was it was so boring it was so stupid like nothing not it i don't even think it does anything for like the actual story like everything else was still relative to the actual plot that they kind of set up in like the first two movies um mark ones was kind of its own separate thing but still good and then ghost dimension i think it tried to do the same thing but it was just trash but i think they're doing another one i think it's being there's another paranormal activity coming out but i I don't know if it's a reboot or if it's connected to the original. I I, I forget. I didn't. I didn't. I just seen the headline. But I guess I'm so burnt out from so many paranormal <laughs> activities. Uh, when it comes out, it comes out. Um, number four in this list is Hereditary. Mm. Um, that's my favorite horror movie of the last it's, ten years. It's I, really really I good. I really movie. love that. Movie. It's a good film. I don't think it's like it. Would, I don't think it's like something that will like scare me. Scare me. But it's actually a really good film. I would have put, in my opinion. I would have put Midsommar over Hereditary only because the way Midsommar was filmed. Midsommar was creepy. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. 
It was a horror film that was literally shot in broad daylight. Yeah. And yeah. it worked. It was just, it was worked. It was just like, the, I forget the director's name. Ariaster. Yeah, Ariaster was just like, okay, I'm going to take this trope and I'm just going to flip it inside out. And yeah. even he did that with Hereditary too. Mm -hmm. He took the trope and flipped it inside out because essentially, and it's so messed up when you really watch that film, you're like, okay, this family is going through it because of the of the sins of the it's the same the thing it's the same thing as in paranormal activity the yeah. grandma from way back decided to make a stupid deal, deal with the devil and now it's coming back <laughs> grandma had to win that lottery coming, coming back to get yeah. what i want you know? <laughs> that the last like because the movie is so it's like the babadook where it's like really uncomfortable for the first like hour and then the last like 25 minutes just goes like that shit off the wall like horror crazy yeah. i think mm -hmm. tony collette's performance yes. is is very bone chilling it, it, mm. Like that That is enough Should've won the Oscar that Yeah year. Like she she Her performance in there Was, was amazing Like you know I I, I love her acting in, in, in this movie But the movie Was great In general Like um Like I don't Like you know what I, It's one of those movies Where even in the preview Like they kind of Make it seem like The daughter was kind of like In the in the entire movie <laughs> Yeah You know The way it was And then when you see What happens to her I'm like Oh shit Shit. Okay, you know. I, I feel I feel terrible, but when because it caught me off guard when it happened, it caught everyone off guard. We all were there, like, damn, I was really. Is this I the felt, end of the movie? I felt bad, <laughs> but I laughed my ass off. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's, it's messed up, but man, wait, ding! I was like, oh damn, <laughs> that was like, a lot of like creepy ass moments. Like I remember, one I was of them, I was yeah. sitting down watching that movie for the first time in my room by myself, and when the scene happened with the daughter, like I, I can't remember the last time I stood up out of my chair and went oh shit yeah. like it's like, just like got they block knocked off yeah. literally, literally <laughs> like rock them sock them even to see where tony Claire like she's like aggressively banging her head on like the the, the wall i think like that yeah, like, at the creep, end creepy Oof. ass stuff like that i was like somebody I mean? gonna need some time to yeah, all some aspirin or Advil and then that. like she's like sawing her head off when she's like floating up in the air yeah. like oh uh, creep like this movie probably should have been a little bit higher but number four i'm not i'm not mad at because the, the moments like that it's like, in the they top had five. so many like it was such a great horror movie yeah you've you seen it i did you liked it i don't remember it but i remember liking it tried to block it out <laughs> <laughs> i remember liking the movie though. you got scarred i wasn't a little scared I can't. your pupils are dilating right now your eyes are watering you're a little shaking yeah, I Hello. saw the I saw the movie. <laughs> and then number three, we have the first Conjuring. I love I love that movie. Love that movie. Another one had a lot. That movie made me jump a lot. Like too, I had a lot of like. Good that was one of the jump scares and setups. Yeah. And the only movies that was rated R just because it was like that scary. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't mm -hmm. really have that much yeah, blood. There in was it. no blood or gore or anything like that. But the but MPAA was like, nope, teenagers can't see this. Like no, no. <laughs> I, I man up. <laughs> I was before it came out, I was hyped to see it because I'm a horror movie guy. And I went to the panel um the year before at Com New York Comic Con. Mm. So I got to see the trailer and some exclusive clips and I was like, oh I'm I'm game for this film. That's when they showed the clap clap scene. Yep, right? they, they did the clap clap scene which that actually kind of freaked me out. One scene that freaked me out in there and it wasn't even like a big scene, but it was just the way they did it. It was when the daughter was, uh, what's the actually uh, Joey King. Joey King. Joey King was mm -hmm. in the bed. And then like, she keeps thinking that her sister's messing with her. 
her sister sleeping, and all of a sudden you just see the, the ghost just grabs her by an angle and just yanks her. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh crap! Okay, this ghost is angry. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was that. <laughs> it was a very aggressive ghost because even in one scene, like I think one of the older sisters, she got like flung across like the living room. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I remember at that. one point. And even yeah. the mother when she was possessed, she was upside down on the chair. Like is she gonna yeah. fall and break her neck? Yeah. But yeah, and also it, I think what makes it even scarier too with uh, the Conjuring Two and Annabelle and that whole universe is that it's based off of real events from you know Ed and Lorraine Warren who were real life ghost hunters and real life scam well, scam artists, artists right. really yeah they were they were like the biggest <laughs> scam artists like here's the thing I remember when because we we know what Annabelle looks like but the real Annabelle is a raggedy end doll mm -hmm. and I was like really Yep. Really, you probably you probably won that at the fair, and like, yep, this is haunted, <laughs> and put oh, it in the glass. Going around like catching on. The you heard that? <laughs> that? That's that's something paranormal. You got to get out of the house. <laughs> really? Yeah. Pay us five hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah. You see this? You see your picture? Yeah. <laughs> paranormal activity right there. Although they like they go in, they they see what someone got a, a cross, you know, hanging on there. What's that over there? You see that? I think it's something moving over there, huh? <laughs> <laughs> look, 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 you know. Oh, they tell us, like, what is that? What people look. <laughs> you see that? <laughs> Slingshine of pictures. <laughs> Real life scam artist. Ooh, that's that's, that's the scariest scam. thing about the cop. <laughs> that people believe that nonsense. <laughs> like, yeah, no, you're haunted. No, you're schizophrenic. Yeah. You need professional help. What was really haunted is the movie that's in the number two spot, which is very scary. It's the best one out of all the Insidious movies. Mm -hmm. I think there was, what, four of them? It was the first Insidious. Insidious mm -hmm. 1, which that movie is absolutely creepy. Like, I, that movie makes make me jump a lot, you know, especially with, you know, creepy-ass Darth Maul listening to his uh, Tiny Tim yeah. records and shit like that. And the Tiny Tim seeing himself when he's, yeah, like, well, just well, running around the chair. <laughs> I'm like that shit is scary in its own. Like shit, I can see why people say that. <laughs> oh, that's the one the... where where the guy was behind. Um... Mm -hmm. Yeah, Darth Maul. I yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like Darth Maul. The first Darth reveal Maul. with him. Angry, right he, him. he like a militant Darth Maul. This mm -hmm. is a, a angry black militant yeah. Darth Maul. Yeah. The the scene that I, I know I got scared the most definitely. Um, I think because they had a, they had the baby right, and I think he was it. Um, it, it was in with the, the the kid the baby's room and it was like this dude like she goes out and then she comes back in and she sees the dude outside of the window like um i don't know you can't really see his face is like kind of like all white but it's just scary as hell the way it happens like she comes back in the room and then bam it's like this dude standing over her her, her, her kid like right there in the window like his moments like that is what made this movie so great like um it had, like to me like i said it had a lot of good ass you know jump scares in there you know for me so that's james wan yo he's yeah. that in the conjuring he's he's on fire he's yeah, james wan is a great director. he's a great yeah. director yeah. and he, he understands suspense mm -hmm. oh yeah you ever see um dead silence i love that yeah. movie. oh yes. underrated film. Yeah, Underrated that movie. film. Yeah. Underrated yeah. film. I agree. I'm pretty sure that made it on the list somewhere, just not Probably. top ten. And Cities was also movie. another one of those movies that I love so much because of the concept. Where I know a lot of people uh, fell off of Insidious in the second half when you real when you find out like what it is, mm -hmm. but I had never seen a horror movie deal with astral projection before, exactly. and I thought that that was so original and cool mm -hmm. that I was just like completely on board for the second half. Where I was like, I've never seen this before. In a yeah, no, nah, this is com completely original, you know. So. Then uh, number one on this list is your boy, Mr. Boogie, aka the Bagul, <laughs> in the hit movie Sinister. 
um, which made me uh, piss my pants in the theater a few really? times. Yeah. Because really? he would do like these weird things. <laughs> like he would go in front of the camera like that. <laughs> you know, jump scare. Like it caught all of us. I remember all of us being in, in the theater. Like when we seen that. But I, it, it, it had a, like moments like that. But I don't know if it was enough that it was scarier than uh, like the like the three movies behind it like insidious conjuring hereditary i would still put these movies together but i wouldn't say sinister was more scary than those ones I, sinister I have with, i agree with have you. more jump scares mm, i don't think it had more jump scares than insidious no and conjuring. i don't think it did no. i think what made i think this is my opinion why i think it was number one is because it doesn't have a happy ending i, I think i think that but i can see why because most like the scariest things about the movie is the the, the tapes that they keep finding. Yeah, mm -hmm. So I, th tapes. I think it was I think it was stuff like that. The imaging because, that you saw because there's like one scene where you see like it's like a first person view of someone like pushing a lawnmower and you're waiting for something to happen, you know, and then you just see it like run over somebody's uh, some dude's face, you know, real quick, you know. So I, it, it was things like that, and the family like get all getting hung from the tree. Like it's very oh, like it's a mix of like jump scares and very uncomfortable moments, um, like that, and plus. Bagul just literally coming at the screen like that, so I I can see why I can I can I can see why even if I don't agree necessarily, I can completely understand why the group or whoever they tested it tested this with the, you know almost died watching <laughs> Sinister. <laughs> you know. Had to clean up the movie theater afterwards. <laughs> A lot of vomit and dookie everywhere. <laughs> I don't know, but this, is there any is there any movies y'all could think of that would y'all would put in this top ten or any any of these movies would you take out of the top ten? Uh, put or or take out both. E either both both with movies that you would put in instead of some of these or any of these you would take out that are like the scariest of all that you think oh, was oh, that, that was you think is scarier I'm, than I'm surprised Bob this. Duke is up there. I'm surprised too. I like agree. I said, didn't really have moments like that where it was scary. It was good, but I wouldn't say it was like you know anything frightening I like think that for me if i had to add something i guess it's a personal one for me i'm dating myself i'm dating myself but i would say the first candy man because i don't i don't scare easily i love horror films but candy man was the first film that got me mm -hmm. as a kid and i think that was because candy man kind of came at a time it was like the exclamation point of that era of the slasher era in the 80s and during that time when there was that whole slasher craze like freddie got funnier chucky yeah got funnier even though jason and michael myers was still very serious the kills got a little more cartoony mm -hmm. and so it was kind of like it still wasn't scary enough it was more entertainment horror but candy man if you watch that film there was no kind of like mm -hmm humor or anything in there and i think that's what caught me off guard as a kid when i seen it i was like oh no this guy it's, it's he's crazy and wow. he's wild you know and plus he was like terrorizing black people in the projects which made no sense to me i was like oh a white guy must have wrote this film because <laughs> he is terrorizing the wrong people <laughs> but that's just me any any y'all y'all got any choices anything y'all would take out anything y'all would put in or just, just maybe for me top 10 because Dead Silence was the first horror movie I've ever seen okay. as a kid. Okay. Maybe it isn't as scary as the other, but since it was the first one that I saw, it really I would, me out I would a lot. replace I would replace the Babadook with Dead Silence. Like if I were to look at this as I was guys, I would put that instead of the Babadook. Yeah, because that Mary Shaw ghost scared me, all those dolls scared mm -hmm. me. It was just creepy and the yeah. town was completely empty. Was, 
I would take I would take out paranormal activities and put that and dead silence in there because yeah. that that whole atmosphere was creepy. Because it was watching that film, I was like, nobody lives in this town. What is happening? Like they, it, when he went back home, he didn't even question it. I'd have been yeah. like, um, what the hell happened here? <laughs> I don't think I want into this. And then the plot twist <laughs> with his dad being the doll, that actually creeped me out. <laughs> I kind of figured something was going on, because when you watch that film again, you're like, yeah, he don't look right. <laughs> yeah, once you once you know it happens, mm. but in the moment, you're not paying attention to it. Right. When you're seeing it the first time, so it's like, wow, that came out of nowhere. But when you see it over again, you're like, wow, how did I pick this up? I would put, like, if me personally, and it's not like it's full with like, a lot of jump scares, but because it's so weird and, like, very kind of like violent i would put evil dead in in this mm-hmm. in here mm-hmm. i would yeah i would especially like out of you know paranormal and baba duke the original or yeah the, the, oh, original, okay. the original yeah, the original yeah i would i would put that in there at least personally for me you know and i think that that's another thing where you were saying that like so many of the of these movies are newer ones because i feel like a lot of older movies might not age too well with like modern yeah. things so you got to mm-hmm. think of like like, like when The Exorcist came out, like people were passing out in the theater, you know, and like I feel like nowadays but that movie's still hella creepy. Yeah, like, no, surprising, it is. Like, yeah, that's not, it that's held not up in the well, top 10. but, but Listen, they, that surprised me too. My dad, my dad's a child of seventy. My dad saw that in the theaters, and he said that they had when he saw it that he saw it in New York. They had to stop the, the movie because some guy freaked out because he was dropping acid and watching The Exorcist, <laughs> and he freaked out and they had to like stop the movie. <laughs> Get him out of there. Oh, that's actually <laughs> like that is the wrong movie to be dropping acid to, pal. You should have went and saw like I don't know, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid or something and dropped acid. That probably would have made it better. <laughs> I have a question for you guys though. Do you guys consider like get out a horror film? And if so, where would you place this around? Get Out was on the list. It was was much higher up, yeah. But I know that's a a debate where people are saying that that Get Out's not really a horror. Yeah, I've seen that argument too. White people are damn (laughs) terrifying, bro. Don't tell Mm -hmm. me Get Out. White people are the most terrifying (laughs) people. They're more terrifying than this guy, okay? Mm -hmm. I would rather go up against this guy than the police. (laughs) Yeah, that's why I thought I'd ask because that is a true debate that's going around. I consider it a horror movie though. Yeah, no, definitely. Because we black, that's why. I mean, the the whole concept (laughs) is scary in its own. Like, they're taking, you know, features and body parts of like, you know, you know, African Americans and putting them into their own families just for their own personal gain. Like, they want his eyes and you know, it's, it's, that shit yeah, like that creepy. is scary on its own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be filled with like. I think you know a movie doesn't have to be filled with jump scares to make it scary. I you know what I mean? That's why I like the Evil Dead so much. It's it's just a very it's a scary situation, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily filled with like stuff that's like you know just making you jump. You know the whole time like not just seeing that crazy ass you know demonic girl like possessed and everything under the floorboards trapped in the basement like that shit. Is fucking terrifying right then and there. Just like, taunting everybody. Yeah, like shit and like I, that. I, is... I'm, so, I'm not a fan of jump scares because I think they're so lazy mm-hmm. in horror mm-hmm. movies. And I think that like that's why I, I like James yeah. Wan because I feel yeah. like he does like tension really well. And that a lot of these movies don't rely too heavily on jump scares. Because I think I think over time, especially with the newer with you know with 2000s and you know 2010 horror movies. They they don't use they they force jump scares so much because I think that they think that's what the audience is gonna believe to make a movie scary is just to keep making them jump and all the jump scares by the time you know the killer shows up or anything supposed to be scary 
the yeah, effect right. wore, wore off because all the best jump scares you used on stupid people and like red herrings and like cats and yeah. all goofy <laughs> stuff you know yeah. it's like just some goofy friend like you know they waste so many jump scares on unimportant characters but by the time someone actually scary that you're supposed to be afraid of shows up you're not scared anymore because yeah. you already used you know all these jump scares on stupid stuff so yeah, i think a- they need to just stop doing that like a good example like i was watching halloween like the first one for like the 20 millionth time again mm-hmm. um and there's like one scene with uh loomis and one of the police and you know he's like you know he's waiting outside the myers house he sees like the kids going up to the house and he scares them away and the cop creeps up on him and just like taps him on his shoulder he's like jumps and everything but they don't use no sound effect or nothing like loomis is the only one scared they, they don't make the audience scared they just make him scared you know what i mean and stuff they need to do stuff like that save the actual sound effects and jump scares for the actual killer like you know I what agree. i mean not I on so. unimportant stuff like this regular cop like exactly I, 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 do that. I, yeah. well you know i think what happened i think it, it started with with the first screen because i remember i saw that in the theaters and that movie had everybody jumping in there and i think after that like after the first couple screen movies i felt like hollywood uh filmmakers that did horror um kind of relied on the jump scare too much they it's to me it's kind of like a lazy way out mm-hmm. in a way it's like okay put the jump scare that's gonna scare it's like okay it's scary for that moment but something that's scary is something that lasts long with you like if you're you not went, gonna go in the car right home and be like oh remember that scene where the cat jumped right. on the boom box that was the scariest <laughs> <laughs> and then the music was real <laughs> and it just started me i was just walking in with the popcorn and it went everywhere it scared the hell out of me what a good movie <laughs> now it's harder too because you need you need some jump scares so when you put a trailer out you have people in the audience going like this <laughs> yeah, and now they gotta use it for like advertising like I said you, you got exactly you can make stuff look creepy and scary like jump scares are not what makes something scary you know what I mean situations and characters creepiness atmosphere is what you do to create you know something scary a good horror movie not just jump scares you know even if you want to put all the jump scares the preview go ahead you can still based off all those other elements you can still make a scary movie you know with those alone you know it doesn't have to rely on the jump scares that's the thing these newer movies like they they rely on it and i'm like that's it's not what makes something scary listen i i'm I, i'm writing a movie right now i'm very very excited about and it's called jump scare that's literally what it's called jump scare here's a twist what's the twist oh man but on a lighter note um how about some kids horror yeah kids, kids horror y'all, y'all y'all into those did y'all ever, you know and not just like the tv shows there's been like a lot of movies you know especially animated ones um like Coraline you know. Coraline I, I really enjoyed that film I really enjoyed it. I couldn't imagine seeing that as a kid. (laughs) When I was a kid, Nightmare Before Christmas terrified me, Mm -hmm. and I couldn't watch it. And then, obviously, Coraline came out when I was much older, and I saw it, and I was like, oh, this is a really good movie. But, like, if I saw that, I I would have the same reaction as I did when I saw Nightmare Before Christmas. (laughs) I felt like that about, um, believe it or not, and if you really watch it, it's not scary. But, man, the monster that they have in this kid's film is pretty effing spectacular that is earnest scare stupid mm. the my favorite the the troll the, the troll yeah like that was a really scary troll he had like two nose and he was constantly he had boogies and yeah, he had like this little feelers 
was sticking yeah, out. And yeah, and then like he was that. he was kidnapping the kids and turning them into wooden dolls. And then when he went into Super Troll at the end, like he had all this stuff grow out. And I was like, is this a kid film? What is happening right now? Like, <laughs> I was reading. Um, apparently they like. You know, so uh, like at the the final scene with all the other trolls, mm -hmm. they use like a bunch of like the outfits and models from Killer Clowns from Outer Space, uh, and yeah. kind of like redecorated them. Cause you look, they you look, look exactly, they look exactly like, like them. Like like, yeah. So that was pretty cool. But we do yeah. reuse, recycle, man. They <laughs> repurpose it. You know they did that for um, from Dust till dawn. They mm -hmm. used a lot of like uh, props and stuff from Tales from the Hood. Mm -hmm. Did yeah, they? Yep. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Ernest Scare Stupid. Yep. Y'all ever seen? Uh, movies. Probably amazing. the greatest. I haven't seen it. I've seen it so Have you seen ago. any Ernest movies? I feel like <laughs> you see any Ernest films? Ernest you're... goes to Africa. Ernest goes to camp. Ernest you're... saves Christmas. Ernest goes to jail. Ernest, Ernest rides again. Ernest... Slam dunk Ernest. Ernest goes to camp. Yeah. Ernest did a lot. He did a lot. But Ernest Scared Stupid is the best one in my opinion. It I would is. definitely watch that. Even the jokes in there. Are funny. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I know. I think my favorite scene is when he's in a he's in a convenience store and he was buying like snacks and then the the clerk sees the troll in the back and he was just like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's playing charades. I love charades. And he's like, T, uh, T for two, two for T. He pulls out the gun. <laughs> like, that scene was hilarious. Yeah, like, pretty much everyone knows this thing is going on, like, but him, you know. And he's the one that pretty much brought the trolls, you know, to 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 uh, the yeah. town they were living in. Well, he awakened them, and this dude kind of just summoned, like, the rest of them. But it, it's, it, like I said, a fantastic movie. very funny. It ain't, like, scary. Ain't nothing you're going to, you know want to turn the lights on for <laughs> don't think it's one of those but it is it's, it's a great it's a great movie um the one the one movie I'm, i forgot the name but i'm sure i could name it by the description it, they look like furbies but they multiply is that gremlins? Oh, gremlins. 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 Yeah. Yeah. is that a good movie <laughs> that was the first really pg-13 I mean, movie one of them is like cute but i love the <laughs> okay well the first like this was adorable but i wouldn't call it, i wouldn't necessarily qualify as a Look at him. <laughs> but no, I the first Gremlin is it, like a more of a dark. It is a dark comedy, but the first Gremlin was way more scarier than the second one. The second one was very campy, mm -hmm. very campy. You could tell they were trying to sell toys, but the first one was like the. Um, there's two particular scenes that were kind of that were kind of creepy. The one scene when the mother was in the kitchen. And you can hear the gremlins messing with her, and then mm. she like blends one of them. And then the other scene is at the very end where the lead character is in the uh, sporting goods store, yeah. and he's being stalked by Spike. Uh, mm. um, so yeah, so it, it definitely it had a lot of comedic moments, but it was some definitely creepy moments. Like yeah. there was another scene that comes to mind, um, the scene with uh, in the lab with the the science teacher. That was another uh, suspenseful scene in that film. But yeah. the Gremlins 2 kind of yeah, got... I want to say, like, Gremlins 2, if you want to consider that a kid's movie because of how goofy they got. <laughs> sure, but the first one, nah, I want to say... I just always think of the, the, the Gremlin that turned into oh. the... Um, the gargoyle like at the end <laughs> oh my favorite is the gremlin that flashes everybody <laughs> that guy is amazing <laughs> he came back in part oh, two the, and started the, flashing the he batman was... one too that was in there <laughs> <Left> the <bat> <laughs> <signal>. <laughs> oh the one that talked he was my favorite <laughs> civilized <laughs> and he shot the one gremlin with a gun that was funny <laughs> did, he, did he just blow his brains with that like i said gremlins 2 kids movie gremlins 1 i wouldn't say kids are um, yeah, I remember being more scared of E.T. E e before that one for some reason because that that was when I was very young. E.T. Really? E was a sweetheart. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, don't that, even well, that finger. I mean. The finger. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, when, what other? Uh, I was obsessed with Goosebumps when I was a kid. Mm. Yes, Goosebumps I was the shit. I had so many books. I watched. I had the VHSs and was obsessed how, with that's, the TV yeah, show. That's how I got into it. The books. Like I used to. Like that's the only thing that kept me reading as a mm-hmm. kid. Like I, I think I feel like that's how I things. learned how to read. Yeah, just constantly reading the books. That's all I ever wanted from uh, the bookstore. I don't know about you, but for me, that's what got me into the horror movies and horror genre. Mm. I want to say the same thing because, like, I'm thinking about it. Like, damn, like I said, I, I had mountains of Goosebumps books. Like, it's all I ever wanted to read, you know. And that probably did. Was, that was the gateway into, to you know, horror probably for me also. What was your uh, favorite book or episode? Um, book, Night of the Living Dummy. Episode mm-hmm. The Haunted Mask. Nice. Haunted Mask is a mm-hmm. classic. Yes. And that was the first one. That was, yeah, the, that that was, was when was I kicked it off. One. Yeah. That was, and that was the best one. I thought, like, that story in itself, like, even, you like, it's, it's like, out of all the episodes, like, they're, you know, a lot of them are kind of, like, very cheesy, like, corny, but it's still enjoyable for what it is. But, like, the first episode when they did The Haunted Mask, like, is genuinely terrifying. Even the actress, like, she does a great job, mm-hmm. you know, in, in there, like, you know, they 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 could have just made this whole thing you know using just her how how good she did um but yeah like i said dude, this is generally creepy like um so the story with this one was um this girl she gets bullied and picked on a lot you know she's very gullible she has these two kids it's always like constantly scaring her so now halloween comes up and she wants to get back at them she's tired of always being the one being you know picked on and getting scared all the time so she wants to scare them so she goes to this weird halloween shop that's on like the opposite end of town like that's literally just sitting like by itself it looks like a place you would not want to go in like it just popped up out of nowhere yeah literally <laughs> and so she goes in there she's looking for a mask she goes in the back and she sees all these you know effed up looking masks and she's like i want this one and he's like no these are the the pretty much the unforbidden masks because these used to be like actual human faces and stuff like that mm-hmm. but um, i keep them on display just yeah <laughs> exactly just in case anyone was wondering you know <laughs> here they are but she snatches the mask throws him some money you know takes off and she puts on the mask she loves it but the longer she wears the mask, the more it bonds to her and gets stuck to her. She gets to the point where she can't even take the mask off. Like it's like starting to form like around her skin and everything. And then it starts changing her personality. Now she's going around being like an asshole to like all these kids trick-or-treating, stealing their candy and all this all this nonsense like that. Um, but you know, and then eventually, you know, a little cheesy little plot, you know, through love and you know, all that stuff, she's able to take the mask off. But either before all of that, it was still a really good creepy ass episode definitely one of the best um, my you said for the book but mm-hmm. slappy from night of living dummy used to give me nightmares Terrifying. as yeah. a kid mm-hmm. and i tried to overcome my own fear by being slappy one year for Halloween, <laughs> <laughs> where i was like i gotta see the picture that, I gotta. that is some that is the most batman thing i've ever heard <laughs> <Yeah, right. laughs> i gotta see the picture imagine you just became a ventriloquist like superhero yeah. or something like that like, Yes, father, I shall become the <laughs> But yeah, the Night of Living Dummy used to just terrify me. Dummies are yeah. scary, and like, then especially for kids, mm-hmm. like. Because what, what used to scare me was just the cover of the book itself. Like, mm-hmm. if you look on the cover yeah. of the first uh, Night of the Living Dummy, like, it's 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 very scary, it's scary looking. It's like that, just the cover alone, like, that would appear in my nightmares. It's and an iconic, like it's an iconic yeah. cover, too. Mm-hmm. Like in the in the show, they made him a little different. They gave him like red hair, like curly red hair, and all mm-hmm. this stuff like that. Um, 
So I kind of wish they like the newer movies. They he's closer to like his traditional uh, appearance, but he's scary the, in the show too. Yeah, though, yeah. But the, the, he's more creepy in the show than I think he is in the because he's kind of just an asshole in the movies. In the Goosebumps movies, he's kind of just a jerk. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's not really scary or, or. I mean, he's still a jerk regardless in how he was because he's yeah. like I said, he was always his thing is doing stuff and then it gets blamed on one kid. It's like I didn't do it. It was the dummy. He's like, yeah, okay, pal. Yeah, sure. You're the dummy. Yeah. You're, you think I'm a dummy? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Call me a dummy? Huh? Who's think, the dummy? You. I think our school had book fairs, so we had we always had plastic book fairs. Hell yeah! I can smell them right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, they always just had that. that the the goosebumps are always the first Man. ones to sell out. Yeah, oh so, yeah, like, you would go to school with like ten bucks of them fairs. You ball out. Ball out. Goosebumps and Captain Underpants books. That's, yeah, that's Captain what I Underpants. Do, right? yeah. You know what's funny? Uh, looking back at a lot of Goosebumps episode now is to see how many like cameos there were and stuff, or like mm-hmm. actors like before Who they were they known. Now? Like Hayden Christensen was in Night of the yeah. Living Dummy Three. Um, Adam West was in Attack of the Mutant. Was. Um, what's his name? Uh, handsome pants. Uh, Brian Gosling. Which one was he in? He was in. Uh, what, I forget the one with the camera. Oh, say cheese or die. Yes, yeah, say cheese or die. That was a good one. concept yeah. one too. Mm-hmm. I, I was which is actually, very fucked though. You think about it, like damn. Take a camera to see how you're gonna how die, you gonna die. Know, yeah. for a kids show. Like, like that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like like for for a kids show. Like there's so many like that is kind of that is kind of screwed up. Scary as hell. Somebody take a picture. You like. Why is my crotch on fire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I'd say probably my favorite episode. We, I know we, we talked about this in one of the episodes, but my favorite is Welcome to Harlem. Mm, that classic. Was, that one was good because it did not have a happy ending. Nah, it most did. of most of them don't. But this but one, that was one had the, a really this was, up. If you think about it, it's pretty brutal. Like they got eaten. They got <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> then like died. even it, even when you watch it, it's like the things that the monsters were doing in Harland were effed up. Mm-hmm. Like there was one scene where they went on this ride. I don't know what possessed these kids to go on this ride, but uh, it was this ride where it was like this. Um, coffin ride where you would lie in this coffin yeah. you would go down a river but then it eventually closed and you would like freak out mm-hmm. so if you're like claustrophobic you're screwed and then there was one scene that was gross where it was um the parents kind of went off of their own and it was like this guy like this monster that was a bartender mm. and he was like oh how about a monster punch and they're like sure and then like he's like need something else and he like pricks his finger and he's like squirts He's like, here you go but i was just kind of like why did they take it like <laughs> i'm like i don't want that it's it like one of those things was like wow it's just the production at this theme park is amazing, amazing. Like, and, you know, and even the one scene when the one monster was walking casually with the, the cat with the with the head uh-huh. <laughs> that was talking it was just like hey you guys uh first time monster land huh well you're gonna have a great time shut up <laughs> she's like telling him, like leave like, shut up <laughs> it's like dude you're carrying a severed head <laughs> talking so i was like yeah this is pretty dark for a kid show that was probably my favorite episode i'm a fan iconic, of yeah. Yeah. i actually went I, I went on youtube the other day because i had i was thinking about that episode and i was thinking about um a computer game that i had of that episode a welcome to Horrorland goosebumps game it was one of the first computer oh. games i ever owned mm-hmm. and it was one of those games that had like live action actors and i was just like we're feeling real nostalgic and i went to watch a couple of the cutscenes. and something i did not realize was dracula was in that episode was in the the, the computer game and oh. he was played by jeff goldblum 
Really? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so if you have the that chance, look up the Jeff Goldblum Dracula scene from the Welcome to Horrorland computer game. And you, and, and you know, I'm, 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 I'm gonna suck your blood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but the funny, the, 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 <laughs> the funny, the funny thing about that is that the Goosebumps movie, the second one, was supposed to be based off that book Welcome to Horrorland that, yeah. and then but Jack Black didn't sign back on he went to go do uh, I think the sequel to Jumanji or something um, so they went with something else, which I was kind of disappointed in because I think it would have been made a great it would have made a great film he oh, did yeah. yeah he was going with what was going to make more money yeah so I can't knock him for yeah. it but he's like wait another movie with Kevin Hart and The Rock is going to make how much yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Jumanji considered a horror no, no. no. the first I mean, one the first one not that you, new one it's not considered a horror but <laughs> Some scary, scary ass shit like turning into a monkey yeah, yeah like yeah, a man yeah. a lion fucking was right there in the attic like <laughs> chilling yeah, like, what are you gonna do those monkeys f- fucked up the entire town like, <laughs> don't matter if you weren't playing the game at that point and everyone had collateral and damage you, and then you got some crazy old white man with a musket trying to kill yeah, you throughout the you. hunt you down that you know yeah jumanji's pretty damn scary like what else, George? Because you keep naming movies oh. that are not necessarily <laughs> kids' horror, but they're scary in their own. I was going to say Benicula, the book, but uh, uh, I think it was... I have, is that, vampire, the, that was the, the bunny? Vampire the bunny. bunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember anything about it, but I remember reading about yeah, it. I remember it, po- it was yeah. just popular. Benicula. I have one. Um, It's not a movie, but it's a show, and it's a cartoon. <laughs> Um, is based in horror and that is Courage. The oh, there was some Cal- scary Cal- episodes. There was some Courage. scary, like if you are a true horror fan, you would really, really love that cartoon and, and that cartoon. What that, are your guys' scariest Courage episodes? Do you remember? Courage? There was an episode where, uh, I can't remember. It's actually one of the famous episodes. It's with the, that phantom looking lady. The, oh, okay. You know what I'm talking about. Are you talking about the Return to Slab one? Yes. That was mine too. That yes. one terrified me. Yes. And the fact that they literally live at a place called the middle of nowhere mm-hmm. and they're in the middle of nowhere and it's and the, the, the concept of the show was pretty cool because it's like you don't really know it could it could be like in the middle of nowhere and, and like you have all these like ghosts and ghouls and goblins terrorizing this old couple as this dog trying to protect them but also it could be that whole theory of maybe it's just they're living in a regular world and that's just his perception because yeah. he is a coward so it's it's kind of like that whole Alfred Hitchcock theory, the third eye right there. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I that's another pick of mine's courage. Did you have an episode that particularly scared you? As a I kid? can't remember the name, but I re- I just remember like, and I vaguely remember. But it was like, um, is this creepy ass dude? He had, like this big ass smile, <laughs> like big ass head. Um, I forget the name. Not, re- the, not the Freddy Krueger knockoff. Those are Freddy Krueger knockoff, I think. Uh, or base off, if I think. I know what you're talking about. Did he talk a lot? Smile, right? Yes. Yeah. Did he yes. talk a lot? I, right. I, I can't remember. That's what I'm saying. I vaguely remember. Because I, I was not heavy into like Cartoon Number at the time. Yeah. But that shit used to creep me the hell out. And I can't, but I can't remember. Like, if I pull it up, like, I'll, I'll try to look for it. And then, like, but, oh, man. Yeah. I, the visual I have in my head, <laughs> like, and that shit alone is very scary. But I can't remember much about the episode at all, just beyond that. Now, I remember the episode about his parents was sad. There was an episode about, like, his origin and his parents. I don't remember exactly the episode, but it was pretty sad. Mm. So it wasn't scary, but it was sad. I don't know, would you guys consider Ghostbusters? Horror? The TV show? No. 
the, oh, oh, like kids horror? the kids horror. Extreme Ghostbusters it was a little more kids horror, you know, like. But I don't think Ghostbusters in general. I always, I always say. Um, definitely like flirting with the idea of like, you know. Well, I will agree with comedy, you on the extreme one because there's one. There was one episode in Extreme Ghostbusters. I think it was they were dealing with some monster that was like tapping in all their fears. Mm-hmm. And everything, and I think one of them had a fear of like being in a casket or something. Claustrophobic. Yeah, being claustrophobic. So, yeah, yeah. Like I said, more extreme. I would say it's closer to kids horror, but ghost spices in general, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't classify as kids horror. You know what's it? Oh, I'm sorry. No, you go for it. I was gonna say, did any of you guys check out last year's animated um, Adam's Family reboot? No, but I heard it was horrible. They're making horrible? a second one. I heard They're, it was horrible. Did you see it? I did. I thought it was all right. I didn't think it was horrible, but I didn't think it was great either. It definitely wasn't scary. It was catered towards humor, for sure, and yeah. more kids. Like, they showed little instances of creepy things. Yeah. I feel like that's how Adam's Family, you know, normally always was. Like, it was, like, like yeah, it's like, the, like, you know, the idea of it. Like, the characters like, are supposed to be scary, yeah, yeah but, but, but it's, it's, but more, not, it's yeah. more humorous, yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know. But it still counts because, like I said, even like like Coraline's moments like that too, and then other movies like Frank and Weenie, you know. Uh, there's another one I'm thinking of. It's, it's Paran- Paran- Paranorman. 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 Yeah, Paranorman. You know I mean? yeah. Monster it's, House. Yeah. Yep. Monster House. Oh, I have one because I feel like we don't mention this. I feel like in the comments, the nerds are gonna rip us to shreds if we don't mention this. Monster Squad. Huh? You've never seen Monster Squad? <laughs> I, I, I agree. See, I you know agree. what I'm talking about, Vix. We, we're showing our age right now. We're showing our age. That movie was a classic, Monster Squad. Like it was a, it was, it was pretty much the Goonies in a horror world. Like if the uh-huh, Goonies okay. went up against the classic Universal uh-huh. horror guys, like Dracula, the Wolfman, the Mummy, Frankenstein, that's what this film was. And it was about a bunch of kids who had this club called the Monster Squad, and real life monsters come to the town and they have to fight them off they have they find the amulet that was belongs to van helsing because dracula's trying to find it and then dracula like puts together like all the the universal horror monsters together like they're the freaking avengers like he comes in and then like all of a sudden the wolfman comes out of nowhere and then the creature from the black lagoon comes up and the mummy escapes the museum and then they awaken frankenstein and it's a it's a classic it's definitely definitely a classic it kind of reminds me of that movie by abrams i forget super eight super eight, eight. Super yeah, eight? Yes. yeah very inspired by that the ending the ending though um <laughs> didn't make any sense because one of the one of the characters he's one of the youngest members he wrote literally a letter to the army in like pencil saying like there are monsters and literally at the end when the monsters are destroyed the army comes <laughs> it's like and the army's like hey we're the monsters like wait what <laughs> y'all knew about this <laughs> so yeah definitely monster squad is definitely up there monster. you know it was a, a unintentionally scary thing as a kid the the first season of the rugrats Really? Yeah, like it had really scary animation. The one with like the big baby. Mm. Oh, that, that epi- yeah, yeah. They were saying that episode should be illegal. Yeah, <laughs> that one was scary. The one where he had to get the sippy cup for the first time, uh, and the giant sippy cup was like. It just also had a really creepy like it animation did. style. Like it was like the, you know yeah. the, like the very beginning of it, and it just had like smiling. The, yeah. the one, the one that messed me up was the one. I, it was Chucky. He was afraid. He thought there was a monster under his bed you know at the end it turns out it was just a sweater <laughs> <You know? laughs> we all been there but kids. like because you know it's, it's 
it's going off like kids animations like you know or kids imaginations i should say um you know what they perceive in the shadows is very different so like this whole episode and the voice that they used creepy as hell like it's if y'all if ever watched this episode hold on let's try to pull up a, i'll even pull up a picture let's show how frightening it looks but the scariest thing about it because he the, the monster on the bed keeps talking to him and it's like the deep scary ass voice is what made it you know creepy but then again like i said it just turned out um to be a, just like a, a sweater that was under his bed the whole time like a green sweater <laughs> yeah <laughs> But we're talking about Chucky though. Chucky was scared of everything. He needs to get a little shadow for crying out loud. I'm trying to pull up a picture of how what it was. Cause like I said, it even looked creepy. There it was. There was. Yeah, it, it yeah. yeah. <laughs> it looked like Reptar upside down. Yeah, like that, like that alone is scary <laughs> on its own. Like right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, just, it was it was just a sweater, and then yeah, there goes the the big baby one. There goes the big baby. That episode, like I said, just, it should be banned. Like they should not air this episode again. And how scary <laughs> that shit was. Uh, well, we talked about goosebumps. We have to talk about Are You Afraid of Dark? Are You Afraid of Dark? Yeah, that was that was on Nickelodeon. It was one of the shows on the Snick lineup. Also, I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, had a lot. Yeah, it was like almost the same as Goosebumps. I think it was this one was also shot in Canada. Too, I believe, if, I, if I'm correct. Hmm. But basically, yeah, with that show, um, where Goosebumps was just based off like every, you know, different episode. Every episode was just a different book, really. But this was like campfire tales that these kids would tell, and each one was like the tale of like the ghastly grinner, the tale of, like the pinball wizard. You know, ghastly grinner was my my favorite one personally because mm-hmm. that was just a creepy ass episode. Like, you know, it, you definitely see like the Joker influence you know in, in there and everything with me being a jester and having like the infectious laugh that everyone else had then them drooling like like the green slime like out of their lips like it was it was a pretty scary ass fucked up episode if you guys catch that one if you never seen that <laughs> would definitely watch that episode if you see any episode are you afraid of the dark i think my my favorite one is the i think it's called uh what is it not the, the the one with the clown in the uh, fun house uh, i think he just <laughs> What's his name? Uh, they had a name. He had a name. He had a name. He had a name. He had a name. I want to say Zeke, but I'm thinking of Zeke the Plumber from Salute Your Shorts. Salute Your Shorts. I almost said Zeke the Clown too. I want to say Zeke the Clown. That was the scariest episode of Salute Your Shorts. It was. Zeke the Plumber. Zeke the Plumber. But yeah, but that episode with the Clown and the Clown House was my favorite because there was one scene when the lead character, when he's walking in the in the in the Fun House, it's completely dark. And then there's like the mirror. Like you ever go to those fun houses, you have like the mirrors that like messes up the image or whatever. Zebo the clown. Zebo the clown. Yeah, I know start with a Z. Zebo the Zebo the clown. And he's walking, he sees the mirror, and then all of a sudden he sees Zebo. But Zebo's not because in the in the show you kind of just see Zebo like in this animatronic looking mm-hmm. thing that comes out the door. Mm-hmm. But you see the real life Zebo and he looks freaky like he looks like this man seeing some dude dressed up with a clown smoke a cigar <laughs> just talking to her, that creepy voice like hey what are you doing here kid <laughs> <laughs> and then like even just how the episode is like for a kids show when you watch that episode whoever directed that did a really good job building suspense because there was a point where the the boy was in the house by himself and clearly zebo was stalking him but like throughout the whole time he is stalking him you're actually wondering like is he gonna get him like you don't see him but you smell the cigar Mm -hmm, um because that clown he had like cigars he was like a bank robber or something 
they got killed and then he went the and, and early he had put like a bowl of spaghetti in the microwave and then he smells something burning he opens it up and it's like a bowl full of like burnt cigars so like even just just uh how the suspense was built in that for a kid show was it wasn't like good. the like he was someone who got shot there. he was a, he was a he was like, he was like a bank like a, he was like yeah, a bank robber or something yeah, yeah. he got he escaped into the funhouse and he got shot there mm -hmm. and the whole thing was they it was like this thing where they dared their friend it was two it was three of them it was like a brother and a sister and their friend lee character who was like a jerk and i was like why are they friends with this a-hole but like they dare him to be like oh you know go in a house and you got to steal his nose off the thing and he takes his nose and um Zebo's like haunting him because he wants his nose back mm -hmm. and what's also even scarier is that you find out at the end that the guy who runs the fun house is Zebo himself okay Surprise! Surprise! Twist. <laughs> little twist! With a little lemon. But yeah, so that's my favorite uh, episode of Are You Afraid of Dog? Is Ebo the Clown. Yeah, mine's just nasty. Any other children's <laughs> horror goodies? I didn't read the books, but I saw the movie recently of uh, Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Yes. And I, I, seen I enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed so it. I enjoyed the movie, actually. Some and creepy I moments. And, and yeah. I remember what, reading some of the stories as a kid, like in fourth grade. So yeah, and it was the, the visually it was a great film, and I mean it wasn't gory or anything like that, but I actually enjoyed it. I mean I jumped. Uh, was was Harold? That's the, that was the uh, uh, the, scarecrow? the scarecrow, right? Scarecrow. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. The fat scarecrow is just like chilling. Yeah, it was like all <laughs> slumped, you know. <laughs> that one really creepy yeah. scarecrow. What the hell? I, it was just I was happy to see like like children's horror you know again like on on the big screen i feel mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. i mean i'm not in that demographic anymore but watching it i was like i would have eaten this up as a kid and it was still good like as an adult you know it, it yeah it, it played well like yeah. in what it was trying to mm -hmm. do mm -hmm. i was creeped out in that scene over the hallway and it was like cornered because all the monsters were running down yeah 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 and she's just walking out well she had the mean ass yeah i was too. like, I was like <laughs> yeah. so she's sitting there just pacing herself down this hallway they like, coming down every corner and then like the red lights come yeah, on, like, yeah. Oh, man. i was like yeah that was that was crazy and the jangly man was pretty had a pretty creepy design too the one that was like on the ceiling and oh, stuff like yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. Around. yeah um because they had an actual actor who's like a contortionist really uh play him Ooh. yeah yeah which that's the way really, to go really yeah. dope you know so that's why like visually yeah like the movie was like very good looking mm -hmm. like even if it wasn't like the best like but visually you know stuff like that um and uh i don't know i pissed my pants at the the one with the the soup one the the chick with the, the missing toe oh like, yeah mm. she was under the bed like man that that shit caught me way off guard like i remember i, I legit like you know jumped like at, at that moment um yeah it was like she and she looked amazing in there like like visually like i, I want to see them continue like because they kind of set it up for another one because there was multiple books of the yeah. um mm -hmm. scary to tell scary scary stories to tell in the dark like, <laughs> so, you know there's more more scary stories to tell in the dark even more scary story and I, I don't know, it was probably another one called How About Some <laughs> Get a load I bet of these you scary exactly, stories. Yeah, yeah. You thought we were done. <laughs> but we got more scary stories in the dark. <laughs> but yeah. Because um, even that one's like, it's more, it's, I guess it could be children's, but it, it seems like it's a little more. Like a teenager. Teenage, yeah, you know, yeah. early adult, you know, kind of, you know, um, 
though, because the the stories itself were very creepy. Because that that book even had problems getting published because they thought that the stuff was too violent. Um, you know, back in the day. So even the author, he always had trouble even just getting these books out because you know stories they wanted him to change. They felt like they were way too scary. Um, but there was an I can't remember the name of it. Back in second grade, I don't know, George, do you remember? There was an it was like scary stories to tell in the dark, but it was something a little more mild. Yeah. Um, I don't remember the I name know. of it, but I remember one of the it had it had multiple different stories in there. But my favorite always one. It, it's such a like cliche story now, like you hear like you see this in like everything. But I just remember as a kid, like my favorite story in there was like I think it was about a cab driver and he picks up this kid, he drops the kid off, and nothing left behind was but like a yellow scarf or something like that and then so he goes back to the house oh. it's like hey you know someone left their yellow scarf and they were dropped off here and like oh this belongs to like my son who died like 10 years ago mm-hmm. so he was driving a ghost you know yeah, so I think there was another one where, with a scarf too where a lit girl wore it around her neck and it got tighter and tighter and then her I, head popped oh, okay maybe that's what one. that's what i mean i think maybe. that's one thing i may be confusing yeah. two maybe, different ones yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. yeah okay i think that's one so maybe it was a, a scarf that they left behind or something like that but the one yeah the one you're talking i remember yeah the one that got so tight that the girl's head popped came off, off. yeah mm-hmm. these but, books well but yeah don't know those are <laughs> I, I don't, do, do stuff like that exist like now do they still have these kind of they still make goosebumps yeah i don't yeah. know I, I mean I feel, I, i'm not yeah. a kid i'm not in the demographic exactly i, don't know. I, I won't know until i actually have a kid you know? i feel like <laughs> and then you like pick up the book like what the hell are you reading i, like, <laughs> I, like, I, I did find I, me reading it more than they yeah. are like, oh, <laughs> I, shit i did i did hear that um this was maybe long a couple years ago um recently though that rl stein was going to because he had he had another series i actually read that series when i was a kid called fear street mm. which was more like a preteen teenage version of goosebumps mm-hmm. and they would talk they wouldn't talk that so he was going to bring that back that man was working I feel like he had a kid yeah. series the teen series and he wrote adult horror books he i feel like there's it's hard to out. do scary kids shows nowadays because kids are just more they're more they're smarter and they just like more like uh like uh adventure time type of comedy or uh, or that show with the they're cat too and fish where... with their tiktoks and all yeah. <laughs> you got to make, like... make horror stories based off goofy stuff like that and the killers yeah. doing they the actually dances. pay attention now yeah. to the stories but it's, it's like a lot of but they but they like if you look at it like teens and kids like they have latched on to some like it like there's been some like internet phenomenons like based off like hard things like the whole like slender man was like a whole big thing mm-hmm. you know for a while but it just they kind of botched it with all the live action movies they made and those movies it. were terrible yeah and by the time they came out like i think the novelty wore off and then mm-hmm. they weren't good I at did. all you know what i mean yeah, more, um, probably more about scary games more than yeah. scary movies mm, like, like i said i think if they if they take some of these like the because what was the one what was the one of the most recent ones what's the, the creepy lady with the big eyes oh mama oh yes. mama. yeah uh, they were supposed to be doing a movie they were writing a movie based on that or something i was like oh god they could have <laughs> like the concept like because it was, was kind of like a, yeah, yeah what is it, like kind of like a chain mail like t- typical mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah like, was, was was that it was it? a chain message that the kids would get on on whatsapp and then like it, the the the, they would become friends with your child and then eventually tell them to like kill your parents and like do like messed up stuff like, like that come on the, the movie wrote itself <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, i don't see how that wasn't a movie by now why is like, it not greenlit i know like and by the time they make it again like people are gonna be like oh I, yeah i remember that from like 2017 <laughs> yeah for sure 
like it'll be onto something else i know but it's like good thing we have like five nights at freddy's still coming out you know mm-hmm. um like i said because kids love that damn property it's getting a YouTube. movie yeah it's getting Get a movie it? yeah because it was first it first got taken to warner brothers had bought the rights to the movie first and mm-hmm. i think they had wrote it but the creator scott compton wasn't happy about the script at all oh. um so then time kind of went by and they kind of let it go and then it got picked up by blumhouse mm-hmm. uh, so now blumhouse is doing the the five nights at freddy's movie so you know um, who's behind it yet um as far as i know scott Cawthon is creating or he's writing the movie i don't know who they have directing it but i know the creator of the series is writing it he with, should be yeah that's awesome yeah. Damn, blumhouse is doing every horror film yeah, everything, <laughs> they monopolizing the game yeah, everything you know no that's exciting though i'm i'm super excited um for any upcoming horror movies y'all or ones that we supposed to get Halloween kills. Halloween kills. <laughs> I know. We, Candyman. We would have had. We would have had Halloween kills. That was the one I wanted the most. I wanted to like see that too. One, you know, because I really enjoyed 2018. I agree. Yeah. Halloween. I felt like yeah. that was the that was the way to bring the slasher genre to the new generation. The way it was filmed and how they did. It, I was like, okay, this is how it should be done. Yeah. I would love to see Friday come back. It's a, it's been they've been trying to but it's been caught up in the legal loophole yeah, yeah. for like the past like few years. Remember yeah. they were supposed to do like a found footage one back, Jason. and mm-hmm. then like LeBron James was supposed yeah. to be behind one. Yeah. yeah. Oh It'd be nice to see them do it like I think I think one of the fan movies did it just recently but see it in like a different setting like I think they were trying they were talking about trying to do one where it's like winter time you know we never we it's always summer summer night summer camp, you know so well, I think he, they just want to change up the he's got an off season you know. he's got to train in the off season <laughs> gotta set those traps he's, he's, he's training he's training like more traps he's, tra- he's training like Rocky did in four <laughs> when he went to Russia and he's training in the snow <laughs> <laughs> Get to the top of the mountain instead of yelling Drago. He's like teenager. <laughs> I think the movie I'm 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 excited for is uh, the remake of Candyman because I want to see how I, I'm pretty sure Jordan Peele's gonna uh, you know address it in a way because the like I said the first Candyman caught me off guard as a kid scared me mm-hmm. and it's a really good horror film but it's kind of problematic because if you know the backstory of Candyman you know he falls in love with a white woman. He, he was a slave and he found out they killed him cut his hand off and everything and throughout the film the protagonist is a white woman a blonde haired blue eyed white woman he's chasing her and it's kind of like okay so we're reinforcing the whole stare the trope of the black man lusting after the white woman and losing his mind and then he's terrorizing the black he's terrorizing the black people in the projects Caprini green projects in chicago that's no longer up but terrorizing them like you should be on the north side terrorizing the people that uh ancestors that killed you like this is clearly from the mind of a white man um so now this is coming from the mind of jordan peele is i you know i want to see how they're going to address that and i think also just by how i looked at the trailer that they're going to be addressing the issue of gentrification yeah it seems like because for what i've seen it doesn't look like this is like a a reboot remake looks like kind of like a reboot sequel i'm pretty sure there's like a sneak sequel it's like a sneak sequel because there's a character from the original that's in there uh vanessa uh l williams and i thought that she was just making a cameo but i think she's playing her character from the original one so 
it, so I think it's going to be talking about how, because if you know, Caprini Green Project was one of the most notorious projects in the country, which was in the south side of Chicago. And it was tore down, I believe, in 2003 or 2000. I don't know. It was tore down a couple years ago. But I think they're going to talk about that subject in there. So that's the one I'm excited for to see how they're going to do. Mm. Yeah, I'm excited for that, too. It looks really good. Other than Halloween Kills, um, the next Scream installment was yeah. is my anticipation. It wasn't. It's not, it's, supposed, it's not coming out till 2021, so it wasn't supposed to come out like this year or anything. But Scream Five, or I don't know what the title is, but technically it was Scream Five, or with the sometimes they put like the five in front of it as the S, and it looks like Five Cream. So <laughs> I was, you know, that's that's the movie I'm gonna call it. Five Cream is the the, the movie I'm excited Hasn't Hasn't Sydney Prescott been through enough? <laughs> she, no, she like, has. She should but, be in therapy at this point. You know, and this this got picked up by Spyglass um, because you know after the whole Weinstein uh, incident, uh, you know a lot of those properties got sold off. So when Spyglass bought the rights to Scream, that's when they decided to make a new one. So this one signed off signed on the original cast, you know Nev Campbell, um, uh, Courtney Cox. Uh, David, Arquette. David Arquette, so they're they all, all three of them, you know, signed on. And they must say, you say Sydney Prescott been they all three of them have been enough. They've been all alive since the first movie, and they barely made it out of the first movie. <laughs> um, but I'm excited like for this they one. Got, you know? uh, radio silence, writing and directing it, mm-hmm. and they've been killing it recently with yeah. like VHS and Ready or Not yeah. and like those movies, which are all like kind of meta in themselves too. So I feel like that's a good choice to take on the legacy of Scream because yeah. they're going to have big shoes to fill with Wes Craven so like yeah they were saying that's one of the reasons why Nev Campbell was hesitant to sign on because she wanted to do something that was really going to honor him I personally think they, she was just waiting for more money to be offered <laughs> and that's the story she just went and told everybody but I'm hoping that yes it because like the first one was like a, a meta take on slashers, especially because the genre had died out at the time, mm-hmm. and they reinvented it. Um, the second one dealt with sequels and it's those common tropes and how to deal with them, how to survive a sequel. Um, the third one dealt with how to deal with the trilogy. Yeah, the like you third know, exactly, Everything which comes ha- back they coming, you know, linking yeah. back to like the first time around, the first movie and everything. And then the fourth one dealt with. Um, reboots uh basically so i'm i'm trying to see like other than them kind of covering all those aspects you know horror like what can this one really be a uh an analysis on or a take on you know because they did reboots they did sequels they did trilogies um there's remakes the remakes uh, separate from yeah. reboots technically yeah. they are listen they you know, saw yeah. listen they saw the numbers that halloween did back in 2018 they was like well guess what we gotta do <laughs> bring it back but halloween was it was that was justified because it's like a series that you know I, I love Michael Myers, but the series itself is it's shaky. It's a it's, it's a very it's not the it's not the best horror series for one of the most iconic killers, which is crazy. Yeah, it's a very very shaky series, mm-hmm. and I can see why. And I do I, I'm glad they actually went the route of like no, the other films that all the films that happen in between are not canon this is this takes place after the original one this is what we're going for Mm -hmm. i thought that was smart because like i said it was it's a very shaky 
Well, they did, that, they did that with Halloween H2O, too, but then yeah. they did Resurrection after. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh, we got to start the timeline again. <laughs> yeah, Busta Rhymes, Kung Fu kicking Michael Rebooted. Myers. I, I can't. They're doing the same. They just announced a new Texas, Texas Chainsaw, Chainsaw. Chainsaw. And they're doing they're it doing the same uh, thing. again. Yeah, so they I just did it with Texas Chainsaw 3D. Mm-hmm. We have uh, Texas that, Chainsaw 2. That was horrible. And now we're getting another one that's a direct sequel to the to first the, one to the first one I, I have a question like uh, so scream is like uh, five cream Five cream, yeah. five cream. <laughs> it's not uh it wasn't too serious right of a heart or would you um it, it was a serious horror but it was because it was so meta like it, it was a it was a self-aware horror movie like they realized they're in like the characters they realize like it's supposed to be like if it were in a real life yeah. situation uh-huh. so they realized like all the common tropes they even say like a lot of things like they give like a list of rules like you know don't don't say i'll be back because everyone who says that yeah, a horror movie back. dies yeah. don't have oh, sex God, don't I, have do to go to, I have to go to bath i'll be yeah, right yeah. back <laughs> but it's it's but it, but yeah it, it does have some comedic moments like in there you know definitely like it's and like it's, the killer being yeah. so clumsy you know maybe like, i feel like it's a that, real person like, exactly and, and you know also. And you know what was so great about the first scream and you, well, you get it in other sequels, but you really get it in the first one. It's like anytime there's any damage done to Ghostface, you hear it. So like the scene where Rose McGowan gets killed and she's throwing the beer bottles at him, you hear him go, ugh, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. It was like, oh, you do bleed. You do hurt. Yeah. But yeah. Just I like I said, they, cool. they made it as like, because if, if this is how it would be in, in a real life situation, like yeah. most horror movies, they, they're helpless but pretty much every time he kills somebody it's it's not an easy kill for yeah, Ghostface yeah. in these movies like he, they're, they're putting up a fight you know yeah. he ultimately wins them but you know in a, in a situation if you're getting chased by just somebody in a long ass robe you know in a knife like literally you know. if he ran all you had to do was just step on his robe right. <laughs> <laughs> like I said he probably would trip on it before he even gets to you you know, but, I would love to see a crossover with Scream and Home Alone with Kip McAllister and just putting <laughs> the traps in. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, my, my second question would be, uh, like, uh, scary movies went, went into a rut for a little while. What do you think is the first movie that started bringing it back? Because I think ever since Paranormal Activity, well, depend, uh, things started really getting back to the high scale. Like parody movies? Like parody no, no, of horror movies? No, no, the movies are reaching back to the mainstream, but, almost level. But what era? not... But what are we talking about now? What, oh, 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 now? Recently? Recently? I, I think the Conjuring and Insidious like really, really like brought. Now there's there's one almost or two or three every year instead yeah. of just one. I would I would definitely yeah I would agree like Conjuring kind of like because we had like you know paranormal like haunt movies like for a while but none of them I think had an impact like the way the Conjuring did when when that came out. And as far as like other things, like found footage, like when Paranormal Activity came yeah. out, found footage was like seen everywhere. They did so many found footage movies after the first Paranormal Activity, where it became just so oversaturated. Where like now, there hasn't been any that came out, and I think in like any recent memory, I can't think of like any like we used to be in that era, like this like early like 2010s. And like a little before it was like all most everything was found footage now with Conjuring I think we're more into like the more haunted you know error that's why we got like the Netflix shows like the haunting of like Bly Manor you know um, Haunted the Hell House yeah because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think you would have an It movie if the horror didn't really come back up to mainstream levels I, I think with It the fact that bringing back old properties and mm. seeing how successful they are I think that's what helped with, with, with It like Halloween, so yeah. you know It 
Halloween. Um, there was another one I just had in, in my head. Do um, you guys think the purge helped? I think it was I think the purge was a cool addition in terms of like original a new movies. concept yes. yeah, yeah coming yeah. out because yeah. um, let's be honest let's be honest we all <laughs> have somebody we like you know what if the purge really happened I might have to take them out. <laughs> and I just loved how the movie is like, crime is legal for 24 hours and everybody chooses murder. No one's I'm like... i say, if it were real life, like... like meet me at the bank. Meet yeah. me at the bank, son. Like, I think online crimes would be like the biggest thing. Like, you know, fraud or like stuff like that. Like, you know, like stuff like that. People yeah, being at people home. Yeah, about trying to kill everybody? No, like I think that would be the... I think people would even be too scared be like to Black even Friday. the house. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we, we need to get that movie of people at the bank. Black oh, Friday. God, don't. Somebody's listening right now yeah, I like i said the, the concept like i guess like if they took the concept and you know there are more more movies kind of inspired off the idea yeah something right i could see that but nothing's really happened like i said we're in the era of like hauntings you know that's why they ch- churning out 50 like conjuring spinoffs <laughs> a year all of which either been hit or miss or mostly like bad like I, two conjuring movies yes but then like the annabelle movies the nun was horrible yeah, nun, you know the nun the curse of la llorona um so like we're still in that phase as far as like slashers but i think the i think halloween 29 2018 held with slashers we yeah. would have seen another friday if that wasn't caught up you yeah. know because yeah. we didn't we, the last movie was we, 2009 we, we wouldn't even get another child's play yeah or yeah. even a series that's coming out that. although i will say for me the whole for me i think in my opinion it was get out because when when get out mm-hmm. came out in us it started this whole renaissance of black horror mm-hmm, and black horror uh, not black horror but horror in general has been a genre that i feel this black genre. people they uh denied us they kept us out of yeah. you know what i mean like and i feel like now you have you have get out us you have Candyman coming out you have lovecraft country which is an amazing show um you have uh, the unfortunate sequels of tales from the hood we won't talk about that uh (laughs) you know so there is this this renaissance of of black horror that's coming out that i i think is cool antebellum yes antebellum uh bad hair is coming out bad hair yeah Yeah, i would agree with uh at least it being for black horror movies uh that being the start of it all because the only other movie that i knew that was black horror was the leprechaun one oh back (laughs) back back to oh yeah they went back in the hood and then back back to the hood hood. we didn't say enough for the first time he went back to the hood we have to go again (laughs) we only watched it because it was we thought it would be funny like something that is meant to be goofy like come on like the leprechaun in the hood like okay you know this is going to be something he goes by he goes by lep in there (laughs) i think a a lot of companies are leading resurgences like we were saying like blumhouse is Mm. doing a lot of um horror and i think another one one of my personal favorites at least for like i guess the more like artsy horror um a24 has -hmm. been like really killing it with like the the more like uncomfortable horror like hereditary midsummer the witch the lighthouse like all of those really like long slow burn type horror movies and i've been i've been loving everything that a24 has been churning out like they've been killing it agreed trying to think is any more upcoming 
not upcoming, but just passed. It was meant to be extremely goofy. Did any of you guys get a kick out of Hubie Halloween? <laughs> I didn't see it. I didn't see Heard it. Heard it was terrible. It and is. It's, and it's an Adam Sandler movie. Most of those aren't meant to be really good. Yeah. <sighs> I just can't bring myself. I don't know. I, like, the thing is, I used to love this guy a lot. I used, there's a lot of his movies I still love. You know, like, me too. Billy Madison. Um, you know, Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Little Nicky. Big Daddy. Um, Big Daddy. I feel like it's like college humor or something. Like, yeah. No, I will tell you, the movie because, was because very he, bad. It was I, very that's bad. What, and, and, <laughs> it was expected. I knew and, it was going to be so a shit not, movie. But I thought yeah. it'd be at least a little bit funnier. There were some funny moments, and I know that's their, his big thing. You yeah. you want to watch a, a funny, funny for a second one, horror so. movie? Watch, <laughs> watch Nickelodeon's Fun Size. You want to watch a, a good, you know, it's not, it's, it's, a, it's, it takes place on Halloween. It's not a horror movie. It just take it's, but it takes place on Halloween. You know, um, I could have brought it up when he was talking about the stuff or whatever, but that I'm a hundred percent sure without even seeing Hoobie Halloween, that that is a way better Halloween <laughs> movie than Adam Sandler's. It was very bad. Movie. It takes also yeah, place yeah. on Halloween day, but yeah, it, it wasn't good. No, I, 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 I knew that. <laughs> yeah. So did I, but I still watched it. Like, yeah. See, that's the thing. I, I can't bring myself to. To, to waste my time i've been trying to watch like new horror movies also like i watched the owners um with your girl uh, uh Maisie williams from um game of thrones game of thrones i don't watch game of thrones but i just know she's from there mm-hmm. that was pretty good I'm trying to think did i see any other newer horror movies i meant to watch the invisible man because i keep see- i keep that hearing that good. that was good but Wait, i didn't watch it what was it invisible, invisible man, man. Oh, I have not seen that yet. That was pretty good. That was a cool uh, twist on the concept where they, they took the Invisible Man, but they made it more, like, technological. Like, mm. he's got, like, a, a suit that makes himself invisible with, like, cameras and, and shit like and, that. And, and smoking mirrors. Uh, Blumhouse did that one. I think so. Oh. I'm looks, not sure. It looks I Blumhouse-ish. Okay. Because that, that's what they're doing now because the, the Dark Universe failed to take off the ground yeah. that they were trying to do. <laughs> so now they're just doing all of the original Universal Monster properties as on um, Never, like one-offs. That's what they should have done. That should have did that for, from the beginning. Yeah. Them trying to, don't hey. announce your, a new universe before it's established. And I think that's why it failed because I even heard when they had like screenings of, what was the? Uh, the Mummy. The Mummy. Mummy. Yeah. And when like the yeah. title comes. It shows it's the Universal logo. I went and seen it in theater and then it turns around this dark, universe. dark universe and like i heard like in a lot of like tests uh like focus groups that the the, the audience was like really come on and i was like that's not good that's not good at all but they, they didn't seem like they were going they weren't even gonna go a more traditional horror route it, it seemed like they were just gonna go a more a, uh action action when you cast tom cruise you don't you don't think horror movies <laughs> no, they, no. they, they were just they were just like hey let's do what marvel's doing but with monsters because <laughs> you know? everybody's gotta have a universe now so that's what's hot in the it could have worked but you, they casting tom cruise is not uh not the movie no no, no. <laughs> marvel th- set the stage what one thing i'm excited for i don't it's not. It's not a. I don't know if you would consider this horror, and it's not a movie, but it's a show. But they're having uh, Dexter's coming back. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Dexter's coming back. I'm happy. They come. They're doing like one uh, ten part special season uh, episode, and I'm excited it's coming back because is we it coming back like as like a couple of seasons or like a one time like. It's a one. It's a one time thing. Yeah. I, I'm hoping that my thing is that they. I hope that they make the last season non canon because we all. I'm a big fan of Dexter. I loved the show when it was out. Watched it religiously and. The last season was trash. We all know that ed- the, probably the worst ending to a finale other than Game of Thrones. And I'm just like, okay, y'all got to fix this. You so know I'm hoping that they fix it. Who did the last season of Dexter, right? Who? The same guy who did Iron Fist. 
Ooh. Hey, yikes. <laughs> now all makes sense. That's why when they announced Iron Fist, I was like, I have a bad feeling about this. And I never watched it. <laughs> oh, that all is all coming together now. It's all coming together. Because Dexter was such a good show. Because when you watch, what I loved about the show was that you, he was, even though he was a serial killer, but he killed the bad guys. And that made him an anti hero. And you actually rooted for him. You know what I mean? And you're like, oh, because there was like, um, because they made a lot of, like, each season kind of had like a villain that they were hunting, whatever. And they made the villain so bad, like, it makes you really want him to catch him. Like, especially the, I think it was season five with John Lithgow was in there. And um, that was a really good season because, spoilers, should have watched it. I've, uh, I've, I didn't watch it, but I've seen most of it, so I know the exact season you're yeah, talking about because yeah, my ex watched the show every day. Yeah, when um, his his uh, wife was killed, and so it, it was a really good show, and I'm hoping that they just uh, fix it because the last season was trash. <laughs> they got to go back, and I'm hoping that if this is successful, they'll do that for Game of Thrones because that needs to be redone too. Yeah. I saw a theory that. Uh uh, he made the villains look out worse than they are, so he could justify it to himself. But but it was like a it was one of those theories that oh. the guy probably made it half the stuff up. But. Well, in the show, you find there's I think that season, um, he had it's like he talks to like the ghost of his like dad, or who, like who raised him and uh, it taught him how to like kind of like harness his evil and just like don't kill regular people, kill the bad guys, you know. It's kind of like a Punisher. The Punisher was a serial killer, mm. even though the Punisher kind of is. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he kind of yeah. is. But yeah, just because he's cool and use all these guns, and <laughs> he's, he's, he's a psycho. Combat lives off knives, greed. Yeah. He's a he's a psycho. Don't mean he's not a serial killer. He absolutely. <laughs> <is>. <laughs> that guy likes to kill. <laughs> yes. Last week, we, yeah. Last week we talked about um, our favorite killers. And then we put them in a tier list. Now we don't necessarily have to put them in the tier list this, but we could if we wanted to. We'll but, so we instead of doing our favorite killers like we did last week, so we pick our favorite final girls this week. Um did y'all have y'all picks or any like any any favorite final girls in general? I can't believe I forgot her name, but Signori Weaver's Rip, character. Ripley, Ripley, yes, Ripley. Ripley. Yeah, I was yeah. thinking. Mm-hmm. Get away from her, you bitch! <laughs> Top yeah. tier. No. So she's Merc and Aliens. Like, yeah, Merc and Aliens. <laughs> Merc and, Aliens. <laughs> and, and she got her own sneaker. They got the Alien Stompers Reebok. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the whole movie, like, with her, it's like... You were really, really on her side because everyone Hoping was that she, so yeah, exactly. stupid on that ship. It's just like, yo, why isn't anyone listening like to her? And I get it. Like, Made you know, it she's easy for the only, no more. Exactly. She's the only woman and all that. So they kind of, you know, oh, where's a woman though? You know, that whole thing. There's no alien. How's there aliens on here even though we're out of space and with thousands of light years from Earth? But there are no aliens. What? <laughs> yeah, they really were stupid. So. I was, so I was like, really happy to see you were her really win. on yeah. her side, and like I was kind of hoping, like, yeah, kill everyone else, but you know, I, I know she's going to make it because she's the only, the only the two smartest people on that ship was the Xenomorph and, and her. Yeah, everyone exactly. else stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I can definitely agree why you would pick uh, Ripley as your your favorite final girl. You had one. No, George, no. Uh, I was gonna say the the girl that Clarice. Lived, um, yeah, <laughs> I love Clarice. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like, 
it's something that I think would probably have to stay with her for years after. Like I think he said something she that some Adrian serious was telling me about. He's like, oh, and that's what makes her strong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what psychological yeah. torture? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Look, it's not my pick. That's, that's, that's I'm, just, I'm just trying to help him out with reason. Because, like, yeah, sometimes people become the killer after, like, you know, become. She, I mean, I don't know. But I think I think Hannibal, like, I mean, because he's he's supposed to. If I'm not saying he's 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 gay. Yeah. But I think he actually liked her. I really think he did have some sort of feelings for her. And yeah, maybe yeah, he was he trying to craft to, her to be her protege or something. Yeah, like, he wanted to get that. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Murdoch, you had one? Um, I, I feel like I gotta pick the OG, Laurie Strode. Laurie. Classic. I mean, even though I don't forgive her in the first one for dropping the knife. That's still the oh. one scene every time I see the original Halloween. I'm like, mm-hmm. why, why would you do that? But in Halloween 2018, she was, she was Bad ready ass. to go she was, <laughs> she was ready she was a changed to take him down yeah. ain't no dropping t- knives now like, <laughs> not today Satan she dropped the knives and she picked up shotguns like, she, was, she was prepared this time around you know and um and she she became like she became Kevin McAllister at least she, she, she <laughs> yeah. had that house set up with the, up. the with the little kitchen island that shifted and had the little underground that was like rig with all the, the you know the fire and explosions and all that so yeah she was she was decked out and she was sitting there doing her gun aiming target training. practice yeah like you know so i like how they made her like this you know badass you know complete because she was someone completely damn near helpless in the first movie and now she's just like nah i knew what i went up against i know he's coming back and this time i'm not fucking yeah, around yeah, yeah. you know so i can see why he chose Lori. what about you who you, who you got um, I'm going to go with Jada Pinkett and Demonite, Tales from the Crypt Demonite, because she was the final girl, but she was also a black final girl, which is something we really Lit. didn't really see. And not only if you've seen that film, she was a smart final girl, and she not only saved the day, she saved the entire world, yeah, which, which I thought was dope. So, yeah, my pick is Jada Pinkett Smith on that one. What was the name of her character there? Uh, actually, don't remember. I was gonna say Stony, but that set it off. Um, <laughs> Turns out she played the same character in both. <laughs> <laughs> one blonde hair, one just for box braids. Um, yeah, I don't remember what her character name was, but she was definitely my fi- my, my favorite final girl. My pick, my my personally, my favorite is uh, Sydney Prescott um, from from the Scream um, series. That's a survivor. I was gonna say Nancy. But Nancy ended up getting got. Mm. Honorable mention. You know, well, yeah, exactly. We give her an honorable mention. But Sydney was. She started and off. Lori like, got got in Halloween Resurrection yeah. too, but that's not but canon. That's Redcon, not canon. So <laughs> we won't we won't count that. You know. But Sid, Sydney Prescott, like I said, she started off very much like Lori, regular old high school girl. You know, someone's trying to kill her, killing off all her friends. And by the time it gets to her, like you know, she 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 put up she puts up a fight. You know, she puts up fight the whole movie because it's a five minutes up. All right, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. But yeah, she 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 puts up a fight, not even the whole movie, but the whole series. And she's one of those final girls who becomes like super resourceful and like kind of like how Lori is now with that just happened over time. Like with Sydney Prescott, like she just got like that like by the second movie, and like even by the end of the first movie, you know, she she had enough. Like she, okay, she found out her boyfriend was the killer and. You know, 
she just straight up shoots him in the head. Like she pulls no hesitation, no hesitation. She doesn't drop the knife like your girl Lori or anything <laughs> like that. Or you know, nah. She she had the gun. She shot him point blank in the head. She didn't think about well, why? How could you do this? You know, you told me you love me. Nah. She she said fuck all that. <laughs> <laughs> shot him. Then she just got smarter and smarter. You know, through the year. Even she even. Like you even see little small things, like she cuts her hair and everything, cause you know you can't be you know run from killer, you know getting your hair pulled or anything. That you know, she, she, that's little smart things like that. She's got bulletproof vest now, and by the time it comes to the third movie, like I think like she's like I said, she's very similar to like how Lori was, but you at least with the screen movies because they didn't really get retcon. We kind of was able to see this progression of her becoming more you know resourceful and just preparing herself for like the inevitable like i said everyone around her ends up dying you know but her like she always puts up the best fight that's why personally she's she's my favorite final girl i wouldn't date, i wouldn't date her but yeah she's dope <laughs> I mean, you, you might die if you date her you, you you have a chance of dying but because like i said she she kicks this guy's ass a lot of the time. Like she might save my life. You would know you, what I mean? You would take that chance. I, I would rather be her boyfriend than uh, one of the supporting roles because I'm definitely <laughs> dead. I'm a, I'm a supporting character. I'm definitely dead. Like she, she, there's no help at all. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially if she told me and trained me too. Exactly. Uh, Make me your protege. Yeah. <laughs> Teach me. Show me the ways. Oh, and uh, Jada Pink's. I just looked. Her name. Well, her character in Demon Knight was Jarlene. Jarlene, yeah. And if I wasn't gonna pick, cause I had so many, I had so many, <laughs> I had so many. And you know what's funny? Like I almost said it, but it was just based off one movie. But I just love the the progression of the character through the movie. I was gonna say Mia uh, from the mm. Evil Dead remake. Like I Great thought character. she was amazing. Mm. Like I said, they, they they took her on their retreat because this girl, you know. Was, she was, she was an addict. She was on that shit. She was, she was on that shit, you know? <laughs> she was going through withdrawals and everything. Like, shakes and everything. Like, you know, this girl was going through it. And then the idiot reads the book. All her friends start getting killed. And, like, this this sobers her the hell up. Like, out of everything. That would yeah. sober anybody up. Exactly. I, ain't, I, wouldn't even, I wouldn't even take a drink. I wouldn't even smoke a cigarette. <laughs> like, this, 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 exactly. This Sweat is that the all best out. rehabilitation <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyone yeah. could ever go through. They should yeah. play that movie in AA. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, AA. Well, one of the things I because we're we'll looking that I loved about Jada Pig being the final girl in Demon Knight mm-hmm. was how smart because in the movie the the head demon played by Billy Zane, he can one of the things that he does is he kind of seduces people, and then that's he that's how he turns them into demons. Mm-hmm. He tried that with her and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. She actually resisted him. Mm-hmm. She didn't give in to. He always attacked uh, like what you. He always knew what you really wanted, and he knew what she wanted, and she still like resisted, yeah. which I thought was dope. Final girls, baby. That's some good picks there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I, I mean, I know I had like fifteen picks. You know, Mia, Nancy. Sarah Connor doesn't count. Right? That's an action movie. Who? Sarah Connor. Sarah Connor. I look at Terminator One as a sci-fi slasher, sci-fi like horror, yeah. horror. Like, so I, I would. I mean, if you wanted to throw it in there, just based on the first movie, I totally would. Cause she did the same thing that like our picks did. 
but yeah. just a little earlier. Yo, no, yeah. no, the second movie, movie by the second movie, she was, yeah. she, was like, she wasn't all, playing no games yeah. anymore. Right? Nobody had a glow up as a final girl than Sarah Connor. Yeah, like, <laughs> she yeah, had that major glow up. Like, you know, she was in there doing pull ups <laughs> and combat sit ups. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like she was, she was ready to go. Like she was training as she was the one fighting the war by herself. If she was going to take on a, a, a cybernetic army on her own, you know. So just based off the first movie, because the first movie is like I said. There's even debates like people consider that a sci-fi horror movie. The first, the first one. So if you did go with that, then I would absolutely count Sarah Connor as a final girlfriend for the first Terminator one because everything else was just pure action. Yeah. Whereas like the first movie, that's the better. Like I said, I would sci-fi, you know, horror almost. But yeah, I mean, I think we had a pretty good episode, you know, for our spookiest one yet. Um, I thank everybody for listening or watching on YouTube or wherever you are consuming this talk we appreciate it um once again you know shout out to some of my other friends their podcast my boy charles runs the all things aside podcast please check them out on all things aside podcast you know on youtube and on instagram they're very great you love them you know i want to support all my jersey city locals please check them out when you do um breaking the barrier podcast is another person that yes. we have friends are yes friends check out breaking the barrier shout yeah. out my my boy uh, d rotten on from the dungeon podcast and my <laughs> boss at the comic shop he's got a, a nba podcast the national basketball associations an nba podcast <laughs> both uh, asian males check them out too all right anybody else got any uh Podcast, y'all won't no, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Actually, no. actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely check those ones out though. Yeah. We appreciate y'all listening again. It's been with here with Reaper, Kylo Ren, <laughs> Ghostface, Jason Voorhees, Michael Jackson. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks a lot. Peace. Peace. Peace.